MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We are rolling whenever you're ready, Sam. Coming this Tuesday, the Virginia Lottery is... Try option three. The Virginia Lottery has newly brewed and fun to do... Try four. We have a rotating selection of scratchers, online games, print and play. Actually, just read option one. Virginia Lottery, new games every Tuesday. Perfect. For more information, visit valottery.com slash Tuesday. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It's Wednesday, March 22nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a three-alarm fire tore through a Catholic school in Chestnut Hill on Tuesday afternoon. The flames broke out at 345 at the Our Mother of Consolation School located on East Chestnut Hill Avenue. Heavy fire consumed the attic, roof, and classrooms in the building and eventually became so intense that it caused the roof to collapse. It took about 120 firefighters to get the blaze under control just after 5 p.m. One firefighter was taken to an area hospital for minor injuries. All students were accounted for and no other injuries were reported. Teachers with the after-school program say there are about 35 students between pre-K and fourth grade at the school. Yesterday's weather was warm, so the students were already outside when the fire was spotted. The fifth through eighth grade classrooms are what, uh, they were destroyed. It's unclear uh, what what started the fire. Uh, On Tuesday night, in a letter to school families and parishioners, Pastor John Fisher and Principal Patricia Sheets said classes will shift online for now. But despite the pain of seeing the dramatic damage, Pastor Fisher says things could have been a lot worse. We are blessed no one was hurt. We can rebuild, said Fisher. We can restore a building, but not a life, so we put this in God's hands. Yeah, I see that place all the time, and it has a really, you know, kind of regal look to it, and uh, so, well, but if they can rebuild it, great. Yeah. Police in Lower Marion Township are searching for the suspect who carjacked a man in his driveway and forced him to drive to several banks. It happened on Monday at 5 p.m. at a home on Wilshire Road in the Penwin section of Lower Marion Township. Police say the suspect posed as a solar power solicitor and tried to converse with the victim at his home. When the homeowner declined the services, police say the suspect presented a gun and forced the man into his own car. The suspect then allegedly made the man drive to several banks to withdraw money from the ATM. When the victim was told to drive to Philadelphia, he was able to jump out of the moving vehicle in an effort to escape. Police say the suspect was able to get away after the car crashed into a parked vehicle. The suspect was last seen wearing dark colored clothing and a mask over his face. You think you could bring it to yourself to jump out of a moving you know, vehicle? Right? Uh, possibly with the right incentive, but um, I practice now and then, and okay. it's hard. Yeah. Right. And the problem is, I'm the driver a lot of times, and I don't really think about <laughs> you know I actually, the issue. I actually saw a video the other day. Oh. It was. <clears throat> It was a, a uh, it must have been a stunt or something like that, but it's a, it's an older man sitting in a car in the driver's side. Oh, yeah? And he unbuckles his seatbelt, he opens up the door and just falls right out. And yeah. I'm, and it looked like it was from maybe like the 1980s or something like that, but I was just like, whoa, that was pretty wild. Do you remember those series of books, How to Survive A? Sure. Uh, and yeah. uh, the, the jumping out of a, of a moving car was one of them. I'll bet. I totally forgot what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was just watching Terminator 2, and there's a scene in the movie where the Terminator jumps into a tractor trailer and he, and he throws a driver out. Right. And they show, show the driver hit the ground. And I, and I was wondering when I... That driver's dead. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? he's hitting pavement. From uh, about 11 feet up. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's the thing. You could be going like so... 
in a car and somebody jumps out, you still get hurt. People do survive. I don't want to jump off a golf cart for crying out loud that's going to, you know, 15 miles an hour or whatever. One year, my brothers, uh, we were on on a boat, um, and my brothers wanted to do, like, the Baywatch dive off of the boat. Right. They just had the boat, I mean, crawling along. It wasn't, in in no way did it pick up speed whatsoever. And they were, like, rolling on the top of the water. (laughs) Like, like, this is not possible to do. Harder than you think, man. Movies lie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the uh, they're saying that the uh, the suspect is considered armed and dangerous. Um, police uh, the suspect was la- last seen wearing a dark colored clothing and a mask over his face. So the victim um, was able to to get out of this car. Um, they said that he suffered moderate injuries after jumping out of the vehicle. Um, anyone with information on the suspect is asked to call Lower Marion Police uh, Investigative Units. Uh, they also said that he was wearing a lanyard with an ID pouch when he first approached the victim because he was saying he was you know a solicitor. So. Wait, you're getting into your car. Do you do you look around? I do all the time. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then and the first second in the car, I lock the doors. Also, while getting into the car, I shoot a gun in the earth. Right. Times. Just Very to good. be just, sure. Yeah. I mean, safe. I don't do it in my own driveway. You know, this guy. This is why this guy was jacked. Sure. Sure. You know? So so in the area around us where they have common driveways behind the houses, um, it had happened a couple of times. People were jacked. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm parking on the street, so you just be aware of your surroundings. You know. I do. Sometimes, and then I don't other times. So, you know, it, it'll be my luck the time that I don't. Well, for the most part, you should be safe where you are. But just if you can, yeah. if you get in and close the door, lock it. Yeah. It's a good, it's one step to foil this, uh, this sort of situation. All eight dolphins that were stranded on a beach Tuesday morning in Sea Isle City, New Jersey, have died. The Marine Mammal Stranding Center said two of the dolphins died right away. The other six were assisted by a veterinarian, the center said, and their conditions were rapidly deteriorating. The decision was made to humanely euthanize the dolphins to prevent further suffering, as returning them to the ocean would have only prolonged their inevitable death, the center said. All eight dolphins have been taken uh, to the New Jersey State Lab for uh, necropsies. The dolphins were found along the beach between 50th and 52nd Street sometime before 11 a.m. Residents in the area say there were about 50 dolphins swimming uh, all morning long before they saw the eight stranded on the beach. First responders with the help of concerned neighbors kept the dolphins as comfortable as possible with damp sheets and buckets of ocean water until rescuers from the Marine Mammal Training Center arrived. Well, if all this maintains, you guys are going to have lots of dolphin burgers this summer. Oh my right. gosh. It was so Down sad. Jesus. It was so sad, though. It's when incredibly I saw sad. all of them there. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, it's not, you know. And they're beautiful. Yeah, and they're you know with with the whales that were up there, it's like you know they're huge, but it was just one. This was eight of them. I know. Oh my god! Well, these look like looking at this. I mean, I guess they beached themselves or something because they were alive. Some of them, most of them, were alive, and they were pouring water on them. And so Boy, I don't know how they. It had to be get beaching them back in the water. It so, had to be them beaching themselves. A lot of yeah. times when they're thrown off, whether it is they find out whether it's the the sonar or whatever's causing it, and they need right. to find out what is causing it. Yeah, uh, if, that has all the the telltale signs, Preston, of a group of of them heading towards the beach. Yeah. But um, I guess they. But why didn't they just throw them back? And I know they said that that you know they would have eventually died. But well, if they the, had the just t- beached themselves, why couldn't they just throw well, them? Well, by, by the time they got there, too, they might you know. It, from the, yeah, I, uh, I'm sure I if know. they had if they had an option, yeah, I've seen them get them back in, you yeah. know? Uh, some residents question whether this is connected to the recent whale deaths and the wind turbine pre-construction activities off, offshore. So far, there's been no proven connection. Um, but th- some of the residents said uh, that there were a bunch of dolphins that were swimming. They said they, they were going back and forth all morning. One guy was said he was sitting on his deck that right up that faces the beach, and he was watching them. He said, and then all of a sudden, you saw them coming straight forward, like onto the beach. And then I guess that's when this happened. 
in sports this morning. At the World Baseball Classic, Team USA lost to Team Japan in the championship game by a score of 3-2. to two. Oh, What the f*** is this? For the Americans, both of their runs came off of solo home runs by Phillies. Trey Turner hit a solo shot in the second, and Kyle Schwarber hit another shot in the eighth to cut Japan's lead to one. In the ninth inning, the game came down to two of the best baseball players in the world facing one another with two outs. Mike Trout was in the batter's box, and on the pitcher's mound was Shohei. Otani on a 3-2 count with Japan leading by one. Shohei struck out Trout to win the game and win the championship. The f- is that? Japan went uh, undefeated throughout the tournament and has now won three World Baseball Classic tournaments wow. in 2006, 2009, and 2023. The Flyers beat the Florida Panthers 6-3 last night in South Philly. Travis Sanheim scored twice and Carter Hart made 41 saves. Joel Farabee added a goal and an assist and Scott Lawton and Ivan Proporov all scored for the Flyers who won for a fifth time in their last 16 games. I need, I need to play this for them. I mean, we haven't been able to do that for yes. a while, so. The Flyers will host the Minnesota Wild tomorrow night at 6.30, and the Sixers have their eight-game winning streak come to an end on Monday night against the Chicago Bulls. The two teams will the play f- each other is this? again tonight in Chicago. Tip-off is scheduled for 8 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. So, midweek, we've landed there. We have a uh, secret text word prize, which is what we do on Wednesdays, and today we have a chance but you win a pair of tickets as MMR rocks nothing but thieves. The Welcome to the DCC World Tour, which is going to be Friday, September 15th at the Fillmore. And tickets don't go on sale till tomorrow. So you can uh, win these tickets before they hit the open market. Uh, text the word secret to 39333. And we'll send a word back to you. And then later, ask you to call in with that word. Our designated caller wins those tickets. And we'll grab a random pair, a random uh, texter as well to give a pair to. And then... Another chance to win with uh, Brent Porsche later on today. So, once again, it's uh, Nothing But Thieves, and that's at the Fillmore, September 15th. So, go ahead and start texting uh, to win. And we also have a guest on the program today. His name is Danny Cage. He's the owner of the Monster Factory here in the area. And Apple TV Plus has a new documentary series called Monster Factory, which is available now. So I watched a couple episodes, and it's very cool. It's all people from this area. Some people have traveled from out of the area, but this school is legendary as a wrestling school. Yeah. It's a reality show, you know, obviously where you're following the, the, cor- the course of what they're doing. But Preston, there's a little bit of the wrestler, the movie in it. And, oh, nice. You know, and, the, and that independent circuit, we get a good peek at to what they're doing. What that life what is that like. What that life is like, uh, yeah. And it's intriguing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Uh, so he'll be by around 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah, do you got something? Oh, I was going to wait. Are you going to become a wrestler? looking at me. No, I was waiting until you were finished because I forgot that I wanted to mention something uh, okay. in sports. So I just want to go back oh, to it. Oh, please. Uh, Nick, Pensbury's hockey team won the Flyers Cup. They did. Cool. Yeah, wow. and uh, uh, Ryan Daly is the coach, and apparently he's uh, a listener, and he listens every morning. Oh, Hi. yeah, you would have been in deep trouble. I thought you were going to give me the breakdown on Vanderpump Rules. I do yeah, want yeah. me yeah. to. That's all bad. Hey, no, no, How no. about we do that in all entertainment right. news? Okay. Because Kathy has a, a way for us to all understand what the big deal is about Vanderpump Rules. Well, it's my desire that the cast of Vanderpump Rules will beach themselves eventually. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe get and maybe get beat by the Pensbury High team. Absolutely, yeah. Maybe it all they all beach themselves, together. and it's too late. We can't uh, put them back. Oh, and one tiny 
little detail about today. We have a trip to Universal Orlando. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Orlando. And uh, it's to be at Universal Orlando Resorts, where we were just this past week. Actually, that's where we were this week. I, I have know. a hard time wrapping my mind around that. Uh, but uh, at 8, around 8 o'clock, as close to it as we can get it, we're going to tell you what you'll need to go and look for in our Universal Orlando Resorts photo hunt contest. And you go and you do a little bit of research, a little bit of digging around, then we'll have you call in later with an answer to the question that we posed to you about one of the pictures. And then somebody, hopefully you, is on your way uh, to the uh, Universal Orlando Resort and uh, the airfare and uh, is provided by our friends at Spirit. You can go to WMMR.com to get the details, but we have that coming up. I had a Velocicoaster uh, dream last night, Aww. Preston. I believe it. Yeah. Because yeah. there are it. moments where you literally feel as if you're, you're flying and falling, yes. but you're not. Uh, but it's a great coaster. You're going to have an awesome time. Most definitely. All right, let's break. Come back. The Entertainment Report. Going to run it down as well as the stupid question when we get back. Stay down. Hey, you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Steven's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Steven's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question. Going to give away a four-pack of tickets to join Jackie and Brent in a suite at the Worth 400 on Saturday, April 30th at Dover Motor Speedway. And the question that I present to you is, what bird has the scientific name Turtus Migratorius. Turtus Migratorius. Yes. 215. Turtus. 263-WMMR. And it's, it's spelled like it sounds. This. T-U-R-D-U-S. Do you? I think so. All right. Turtus Migratorius. 215. Yeah, Nick got it. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. We have a bunch of them on the 22nd day of March. And we'll start with a biggie. It is William Shatner's 92nd birthday. Wow. Today. Yes. That guy, listen, he is not only he's in, he's a little portly, but he's in good shape, but he is sharp. Yeah. Mentally yeah. sharp. He's living his best life, yeah. man, I think. Absolutely. He went into space for Christ's sake. Yeah. How and, about that? Yeah. What, like two years ago? Two a year years and a half ago, ago yeah. something like that? 92 years old. And so. 
He also hosts a whole bunch of these uh, unexplained shows on Discovery, and he's a great host. He stays active. You and I are fans of the stuff that he did with... uh, the, uh, fear of pop and um, what was the the uh, the musical stuff he did? Um, oh, oh, he, he God, yeah, he, he had an album called has, has Been that ben was Folds. awesome with Ben Folds. Ben Folds, yes. yeah, and a bunch of other people like Henry Rollins was on there. It's and, good and stuff. Other I agree. Yeah, he's actually a, he's a decent poet and uh, he's a Renaissance man. Yeah. He is what yeah. he is. So he's ninety two today. Uh, it's Reese Witherspoon's a birthday today, but it was a knife, right? It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a knife. <laughs> Witherspoon. It was a dad joke that Casey had yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she turns 47 years old today, and she does kind of the outside of uh, being an actress. Uh, she's involved in behind-the-scenes stuff, too, right? Some behind-the-scenes. Oh, yeah, producing. Producing, The, the, uh, yeah. the HBO series that she was in with uh, Nicole Kidman and uh, I forget the name of it. Oh, but uh, Little Lies. Little Lies. Yeah, she was one of the producers. I loved that. That was great. Yeah. I was really hoping they'd come back. Uh, with another season of that. Do you know it's pretty wild? Her daughter is almost a dead ringer for her. Yeah. Like you'll see sometimes a picture of her daughter and you'll think it's Reese. She's 47. I call her Reese because we're friends. Yeah. Um, the great George Benson, singer-guitarist, uh, had yeah. a huge hit with the song. No, not that Benson. Oh. <laughs> guy could do it all. He could act and play a guitar. Had a huge hit with the song on Broadway. I love that version. Uh, but what he can do is, it's actually, it's a really great talent, is he scat sings along with the guitar solos that yeah. he plays. It's a really difficult oh. skill. Uh, it sounds like it, it wouldn't be that hard, but it is very difficult, and he's great at it, and he turns 80 today. Wow. Uh, Bob Costas, one of the great sportscasters and talk show hosts. Steve and I have always talked about his show later. Seamless uh, interviews, yeah. uh, the most conversational interviewer, one, one of the most. Uh, do you remember a little while ago, I was just thinking about this, Preston, when he, he, he went on air, he had pink eye? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that during he the Olympics? To, was yeah. the Olympics? He had yeah. to do it. He right? stoned out of his mind. <laughs> but yeah. he had pink eye, and he had to deal with it. So. Yeah. Second most famous person to graduate from your high school next to you? Uh, no, he is by far. I think he's the, I have to give him his due. He's the most famous. Ah. I don't even know if they know I went there. And he started his sportscasting career in St. Louis. So yeah. we oh. have, you and I have this, yeah. uh, the Bob Costas connection. <laughs> uh, he's 71 today. Andrew Lloyd Webber, one of the all-time greats. See of this? Com- the world of composers. Yes. yes. That is him. Fan you know of the what? opera. Cats, Evita, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, the amazing Technicolor yeah. Dreamcoat. Yeah, I did not oh. care for that one. Well, a lot of uh, the snootier Broadway yeah. musical people will yeah. dismiss him. Right. He does stuff for the the, the masses. Yeah. I love a lot of it. Yeah, my, uh, my I love this. My, this is cool. My daughter is in Joseph. Now it was a kids' play, uh, and I had a hard time following the story because everything is sung. There's no spoken dialogue. The All entire... you need to know is that Skynet is the evil part. Uh-huh. And they, uh, no, no, but they... at the end of that song, or they, at the end of that play, they in uh, the Josephs, um, they do it like they sing all these colors in a row, and right. nothing. It's not like there's no rhyming scheme. I actually do like that song, but well, that that's like a perennial. That's a perennial yeah. school production. They all put on uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat at some point. Uh, he turned 75. I saw a news story. Unfortunately, his son has a really bad uh, stomach cancer. Right really? Now. Yeah. I didn't know he's that. In his 40s. And, That's yeah, horrible. That was the first thing that came up when I did a search on him today. Uh, Matthew Modine. That's our scream for people. It's occasionally pressed and you'll get a text or a tweet will pop up. I didn't know that scream is from Full Metal Jacket. Yep. And that is Matthew Modine yep. screaming. <laughs> In that clip. 
Uh, Vision Quest was uh, the first thing I remember him coming on the scene. They had a huge resurgence with Stranger Things. He's also uh, Papa. Bill Weston's doppelganger. Totally, yeah, man. Yeah. There's, there's sometimes where he and Bill look identical. And then Bill looks like 11. Uh, Bill, or Matthew Modine, is 64 today. Uh, actor M. Emmett Walsh. Great. Casey, and, and I think you will know him best as the diving coach in Back to School. Oh! Oh, yes. my God. I knew Casey would <laughs> yes. pick up on that right away. Oh. But he's in Raising Arizona, and he was in A Time to Kill. And Harry and the Hendersons, yeah. he plays the dad. He's yeah. the psycho and the jerk. Yes. Yeah. Trying Who's... to shoot and kill uh, Steve Mavis. Martin. Yeah. He picked him up out of <laughs> picked him out of the phone book randomly. <laughs> right. Uh, but he is, uh, he's been in. He's one oh. of those guys. He's one of those character actors. He's been a thousand things. And he's in Righteous Gemstones. Is he? Yeah, he's uh, one of the, uh, I think he's uh, John um, Goodman's father. <gasps> That's right. Yeah, he's kind of crazy. And yeah, because there's scenes of him like in his underwear yeah. and undershirt. Walks around naked. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Do you know who loves him? He, uh, the Coen brothers. He's, he's yes. there. He, they go to him all the time. So he turns uh, 88 years old today. Uh, let's see. Pat Robertson, uh, the televangelist, the 700 Club, founder of the Christian Coalition. That was... If you don't send me a million... Uh, yeah, he was Sorry. one of those guys. No, but the... the um, does your mother watch he that? He was on... I mean, I know him. I know his voice. I know his face because he was on the TV in my house all of the time. He's like, a little bit more of the tamped down. He Like, remember Oral Roberts said, you know, and the, the, a couple of those guys were saying, you know, I'm going to die or explode if you don't send me... Right. I don't think it ever. They never got to that level. They do have. They do have commercials that are bizarrely um, in sixty seconds or thirty inspiring. Like right. you're, you're like, oh, okay, well that's good for that. They take that approach, I think, a little more often. Well, I, and I, I have yet to have this conversation with her. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to call her today because I want I I want to know if she's donated money to these people, if she's done that over the years, or if right. she just watches and prays and and all of that. Yeah, if she especially if she couldn't make it to church on a Sunday, um, th- this was like especially on. If she wants day. to not just burn the money up, make sure she's helping them buy a Learjet. Well, no, that's I, always a, I'm, a good no, investment. I'm going to find this out, and I'm, I'm going to report back to you guys tomorrow. Yeah. All right, so he turns 93 today. Uh, James Patterson, who is the author of uh, Kiss the Girls and Along yeah. Came the Spider. Uh, he is 76 years old today. What was the one um, where I, I, they made it into a movie where Denzel's in a, uh, uh, he's he's bedridden and... Oh, uh, The Bone Collector. The Bone Collector. I, That's I like good. That. I yeah. enjoyed that movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 76 today. Uh, Cole Hauser. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Just watching, that's what I went to bed to, Days to Confuse last night. Okay. Yeah, and he's in that uh, movie. He's in Yellowstone, too, is he not? Kathy oh, loves is him. he? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Rip. He's Rip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and I do love him. His dad is a famous character actor, Wingshauser. I did not know that. Yeah. And uh, he's in Goodwill Hunting as well. He's one of the one of the, the, the neighborhood guys. There's a scene in Goodwill Hunting Preston where he uh, is basically passed out drunk the whole time. He's just sitting at the bar uh, at the, <laughs> with the guys with Matt, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and he doesn't have a line. He's just sitting there the whole time. All right. Well, and he in Yellowstone, he's such a badass, and like you know, his character is just nuts. He, but oh, okay. but I, I follow him on social media, and like he'll post pictures of his kids, and he's like hugging, you know, and you're like, this is not the person that oh, I'm used to watching. He does. He's like Gary Sinise. He does tons of charity work. Uh, he turns 48 today. Uh, Kegel Mike and Key. Yeah. Uh, Michael Key, I'm sorry. Uh, half of uh, Key and Peele. That guy's a great actor. He's man. really good. He, I mean, he can do drama and comedy, but he's really dynamic. One of the funniest things, Casey, you uh-huh. know. 
He played the host of the Family Feud on It's Always Sunny. Dude, I love that episode. And he is so good. He's doing so many things you're unaware of that just sell that episode. It's one of my absolute favorite of the series. Uh, I, Nick, I know you've talked about it, but Reboot. Yeah, it's, it's a great show. It's a really fun show, and they're they're not renewing it, right? No, it only no. was one season, And uh, but he was one of the stars on that, him in Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville. and uh, There is talk, Nick, that it might, Riser. might port over to Hulu or oh. Netflix. Yeah, it was already streaming on Hulu, Steve. So oh, I, was it? So, yeah. All right. Who's Lou? Uh, who's Lou? Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, he's he's very funny in it. Uh, Kegel, Mike, and Key is 52. Who's Lou? Kegel. You said it twice, Kegel. Like I say Kegel, Kegel Mike. Oh, man, I know where your mind's at. <laughs> he does a lot of exercises. Do my Kegels. Keegan Michael Key. Uh, it is also Constance Wu's birthday today. So uh, she is from Fresh Off the Boat. We don't have a Wu? Crazy. Oh. Well, we actually have this. Constance Wu! There we go. So, happy birthday to... Constance Woo! I love her uh, at Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> One of my favorites. Yes, I agree. Yeah, Constance. she's... Here you go. Constance Woo! Uh, yeah, that movie, I never get tired of that movie. No. It's great. Uh, she turns 41 years old today. And again, her name is... Constance Woo! Perfect. And then uh, last birthday is actor Nick Robinson, and he was in Simon and Love, and I don't know who he is. No, Love Simon. Oh, Love Simon? Really? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. the name of them. Because there's a comma there. Yeah, right. it says Love Simon. I guess maybe it's uh, the, there was a, uh, a note that was written that it was signed Love Simon. Love Simon. Since yes. he was in Jurassic World as well. Oh, right. Okay. So he's 28 today. Oh, and then a final birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he is the first president of the World Anti-Doping Agency. Uh, and the reason I bring up his birthday, he's the chairman of the Olympic Broadcast Services, and his name is Dick Pound. Dick Pound? Yes. Yeah. So happy birthday, <clears throat> Dick Pound. Well, you know, in the military, he'd be Pound Dick. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. How old is he, Nick? Uh, he or did is, he die? Uh, no, 81 years old. Wow. Years old. Good for you, Dick. All right. He replaced Blow Hole. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, Dick Pound or Pound Dick. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. What bird has the scientific name Turtus Migratorius? Love it. Uh, we will go to Jackie. See if Jackie knows the answer. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning. All right, Jackie, the bird that has a scientific name, Turtus migratorius, what do we know that better as? Steve would probably think this is Batman's sidekick, but you're looking for the bird, a robin. You are oh, yeah. A robin. Yeah. An American robin. Hang on, Jackie. I think it should be Batman and Turtus. Yeah, We're going to give you a pair of tickets to join Jackie and Brent in a suite at the Worth 400 on Sunday, April 30th at Dover Motor Speedway. NASCAR roars back to the Monster Mile at Dover Motor Speedway, April 28th and 30th. You can be there live, in person, at the edge of your seat for all the excitement. Get tickets at DoverMotorSpeedway.com. Do you think when Jack goes to Dover, does he does he fall back in line? Because he used to work pit crew over he there, did, right? He yeah. did, yeah. yeah he, he probably gets right back into it. I apologize for my snottiness this morning. I have a very stuffy nose, and I will be... Very emotional. ...having to sniff and do all that stuff uh, throughout this. But anyhow... We're going to start with this story. Very interesting. Uh, According to page six, Nick Lachey has been ordered to attend anger management classes and Alcoholics Anonymous uh, meetings for accosting a paparazzo named Jody Santos. Now, this took place about a year ago. Yes. Uh, The Los Angeles County District Attorney Office told the outlet in a statement yesterday 
Uh, Mr. Lachey has not been charged with misdemeanor assault and battery. Instead, he is participating in LAP, uh, the LADA's pre-filing diversion program, which was established in 2017. <laughs> the statement continued saying, as part of these conditions, he must participate in anger management classes and attend Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. Successful completion of the pre-filing diversion program will result in no criminal charges being filed. Now, Santos, uh, the person, who, the photographer, right. said that uh, she was in a car in her car, photographing uh, the Love is Blind host and his wife, Vanessa Lachey, after they left dinner uh, last year, March of last year. And she said, in all of my years of photographing celebrities, no one has ever tried to hit me. Uh, she added that she rolled up her car window as fast as she could. She said he then started punching window. I thought he was going to break his hand. That's how hard he was hitting the glass. Well, you know what? When you stalk them like that for so long, like, you know what I mean? They get to a point where just leave them alone. Yeah, she wants to play the victim here. Somebody's going to snap. Yeah. Uh, she added, I am surprised he didn't shatter the window. But, you know. I saw Kathy Roundhouse kick a, a photographer one time. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's oh, getting yeah. too close. Okay. <laughs> this is getting right? way. Get away. No, uh, my activities list is coming out Monday. <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah. Listen, no, I mean, he should not have done that, but right. maybe he was just at, you know, this that, breaking point. And these people, they want to, you know, follow them around every step that they take. I remember when this, this happened. That's risk. what he said. And yeah. apparently he said that she was really, uh, listen, he should not have done it. That's correct as well. And he's doing what he needs to do. But I can see that at a certain point, you're like, for Christ's yeah, sake. Well, leave him alone. I mean, listen, he's been probably followed by paparazzis for years and years and years. This is the first time I've ever heard of anything like this, you know? So for some reason, at that particular time, he was at his breaking point. This sort of stuff, like, it really... It, it like it boils my blood because uh, is you're the, such a Nick Lachey fan. No, no, no. It has nothing to do oh. with him, but it has to do with like you know like uh, paparazzi and trolls, and, and when they'll push buttons, push buttons, push buttons, and then the second somebody fights back, they go, is, oh, "Oh, look at this! <laughs> like, oh, is is this the person? You, you know?" And then all of a sudden, like. I don't know. So you it's you might feel that they're kind of waiting for that moment. Oh, they're they're, they're, they're doing it to get it out. They of agitate, agitate to make it happen, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then and then when it happens, and then they play the the, the victim or they, or they they throw that story out there. Yeah, yep. you Sam. You know, I was reading that Nick Lachey Preston. Uh, he had remember he was going to get into the the uh, the ganj industry. He was uh, very active in that, mm-hmm. and he had a deal that was supposed to go through in Ohio, where he would have made millions upon millions of dollars and legislation killed it. I mean, he would have been set many times over. Oh, they were going to... They didn't legalize it or... Something in the code. Okay. The dispensaries. Interesting. And he was ready to go. Oh, man. Well... Maybe that's what he was upset about. He might have been mad. Maybe that's when the deal went south. God damn it! Uh, All right, so here's another uh, lawsuit of sorts. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow appeared in court yesterday to defend herself against... Retired optometrist Terry Sanderson over an alleged skiing accident that took place at Deer Valley Ski Resort near Salt Lake City, Utah, in 2016. Do you so, remember this story? Yeah. I actually do. No, I don't. Yeah. According to court documents, Sanderson claims Paltrow's skiing was, quote, out of control as she hit him in the back, knocking him down hard, knocking him out, and causing a brain injury, four broken ribs, and other serious injuries. Yeah! So he... 
originally sued her for $3.1 million, but a judge ruled that he could only seek $300,000 in damages. So the actress is denying his claims. Instead, she said that he was the one who crashed into her on the slopes, causing her to experience a full-body blow. Uh, the Goop founder is seeking a dollar, $1 in damages in her uh, counterclaim suit with the addition of legal fees. And she believes that Sanderson's lawsuit is an attempt to exploit her celebrity and wealth. Uh, there, uh, the trial is expected to continue <clears throat> to the end of this month. There apparently is some something that he posted online on the order of, I'm famous now. After all this went down. Yeah. So they're, they're trying to, you know, who knows? They'll figure it out. I, in my gut, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning with Gwyneth on this. You're a goopy. I'm a goopy. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, I, I, think, I think she'd be the type of person that would, if, if she had caused a problem, would fess up to it. She would make them comfortable and give them a vagina-scented candle. Maybe so. Yeah. Well, listen, I've seen crazy people... Uh, on the slope. Have you ever seen a, like a real heavy collision? I had somebody ru- do it to me. Oh, really? It was in Jackson Hole. Were I would they behind you. I had the yeah. I had the whole run to myself. It was empty. Yeah. Was it wide open? And so I'm snowboarding, mm. and I'm cutting. I'm I'm taking my time. I'm just weaving down because it was pretty steep. And so I'm using all of the slope. There was no one out there but me. And all of a sudden, I just feel boom! Wow! Nailed me from the rear, and I'm like. How is this pod the only person out here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had it. Sorry, uh, man. Uh, uh, happen, I've had it happen a few times, um, and your misses and whatever. But, uh, Steve, if you are skiing and you're out on the slopes, cause I know you're not a big right. skier, but um, if you're behind the person, that's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. So you, you're you're held liable. If, if somebody's in front of you, even if they're, like, kind of skiing slowly or whatever, right. you have to steer around them, make sure that you don't run into them. So yeah. by the rules of the mountain, is Gwyneth Paltrow responsible for this? I don't know if who don't was, know where she was. Uh, it's a yeah. he said, she said thing. Yeah. You know, I, I don't. He I don't gooped, know. She gooped. I don't know if there are any witnesses. That's the thing. So nothing in that story mentions witnesses. So that's All the right. complication. Nick Cannon is not holding back when it comes to how much he admires his ex-wife, Mariah Carey. The pair oh. were married in 2008 and announced their separation in 2014 before finaling their divorce in 2016. Uh, they share 11-year-old twins, uh, Moroccan and Monroe. Monroe. Uh, in a recent interview, uh, the Wild Mount star was asked. Who he feels is the love of his life. And he replied, like, the greatest? I mean, I always talk about that. And then it goes viral and all our fans get mad at me. He said, I was 12 years old when Mariah Carey, with Mariah Carey pictures on my wall, and that becomes my wife. And the fact that she's the coolest person I ever met, she's just always happy, always doing for others. No matter what's happening in life, I'm like, wow, a person can really operate like that. And don't allow negative energy into their space. So they got married when they were tw- he was twelve. No, he oh. said when he was twelve, he had pictures on his wall. Oh, because that would have been, I think, criminal, right? I he see. said when I found out uh, when I found that out about how remarkable she was, that woman is not human. She's a gift from God. Wow. Someone's trying to get back in there. Uh, he also attributed his uh, positive attitude to her. He said, I get a lot of this delightful disposition from her. Do you know she said essentially the same about him? So why can't these two crazy kids yeah, get back together? I don't know. Not sure. Uh, later on this morning, we're going to have Danny Cage, the owner of uh, Monster Factory, the um, uh, the wrestling training facility. Uh, and so they, a wrestling story might be apropos. Andy Kaufman will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame wow. over 40 years after his iconic feud with Jerry the King Lawler. I think this is very appropriate because... He did a ton for wrestling when he, and that was years he was doing that. Uh, he uh, he is the latest celebrity who will receive the prestigious honor on WrestleMania weekend next month in Inglewood, California. 
Uh, he famously dubbed himself the World Intergender <laughs> Wrestling Champion by wrestling women and offering them a $1,000 prize if they could pin him. And the gimmick eventually led to a feud with Jerry the King Lawler in 1982 uh, at the peak when Lawler, now 73, slapped Kaufman on Late Night with David Letterman in July of that year. was everywhere. It was huge. Oh. Uh, the now iconic clip which saw Kaufman in a neck brace, ended with the comedian hurling profanities and throwing coffee toward Lawler. And we have a couple of clips. This is him uh, taunting Jerry Lawler. He would send him these videos yeah. uh, of him, and, and this is one. You know what, Mr. Lawler? I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my infra style? All right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the Is that how you talk about Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? Oh I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. That's how I win my matches. You might be twice as big as me, but I've wrestled women that are twice as big as me, and I've mopped the floor with them. So he would, he would send him these videos and, oh. and get under his skin, but... Uh, the whole thing was that, um, and and no one knew for the longest time. It was a, it was a feud, uh, whether it, it was it was a debate whether or not it was a real feud or not. And it was eventually revealed that they had all been on in on it together. And Lawler and loved it. Actually, good friends. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the secret was heavily guarded. Uh, and it was the the movie Man on the Moon where they finally addressed that. Uh, openly, you know, it's funny because I love Andy Kaufman. I love his uh, a lot of his stuff, his specials. But it must have been a nightmare to be around him, yeah. Uh, like, as as depicted in the movie, as depicted in the documentary of the making of the movie, because Jim Carrey adopted that same thing. Where I don't care if I'm if I'm upsetting people. I don't care if people are, are finding this annoying. I'm just going to keep doing it. Right. And after a while, like even the director Milo Schwarman is like, "Can you give me a goddamn break?" Well, and also he was uh, while Jerry Lawler was filming filming his scenes, like uh, and, uh, Jim Carrey was antagonizing him. Right. And from what I heard, is Lawler had to pull him aside and go, "Look, dude." Me and Andy were friends. Yeah, yeah. So this thing that you're doing right here yeah. is a fantasy. This is not right. how he was with me. We were in on this together. Right, you know? yeah. Uh, and I also remember I, I saw an interview with Robin Williams saying that, um, you know, because all those comedians were tight. And he's like, but Andy was a, another level of, like, they were kind of like looking he at would, each other. Uh, the other comedians going, yeah, he's. Uh, he was meta. Like, he, yeah. yeah. I mean, he would do the thing where he would come out and he would he would strangle a joke. Like coming out and reading The Great Gatsby on stage, yeah. or, uh, but I mean, when he was on and he would, and when he was killing, nobody was better. Yep. All right, few other things. Uh, let's see here. According to TMZ, a source close to Amanda Bynes' family said that her parents are not considering another conservatorship amid the uh, actress's psychiatric hold. Uh, the source added that Lynn and Rick Bynes are comforted by the fact that Amanda called the police on herself. Yeah. And they consider her recent psychiatric episode to be an anomaly. So it's nothing that's uh, making them go, look, we need to get a handle on this. That was the question I asked yesterday. I I, I assume that is a good sign if someone is aware enough to say, I'm having an episode here. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. 
Uh, Entertainment Tonight reports that Sarah Snook, Snook. Uh, debuted her baby bump during the season four premiere of Succession on Monday night. I'd like to speak to Sarah Snook, please. Uh, she said it's exciting. Uh, she shared that uh, she is 32 weeks along at this point. And she said, I feel great. Uh, she had married Australian comedian Dave Lawson in uh, 2021. I'm, so I'm, I'm watching Succession. I'm still in the first uh, season, but I've come around to... Uh, now I know who Sarah Snook okay. is. Okay. Uh, she's gorgeous. I love her. Uh, she's a great character, too, in the show. The premiere is uh, next week. It's on the 26th. Excellent. For, for season four, yeah. Final season? Uh, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. In yeah. fact, uh, I have a comment from Brian Cox. Uh, he said that um, the season... F- more, uh, the season four premiere of Succession. With that, Brian Cox told Entertainment Tonight he's more than ready for the show to end. He said, I think we've uh, got to the point where the show has reached its natural closure. Uh, Cox added that he is absolutely delighted to wrap up the project in a good way. He said, I'm happy that it's over. He, said he thinks that the story has finally reached its point. Yeah. 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 So, which is which is good when they, when they can do that and not, you know, strangle it uh, for a little bit more. I agree. Uh, for years, bowling shirts were a part of Guy Fieri's signature look, along with his spiky blonde hair and sunglasses. But the Tournament of Champions host told the Wall Street Journal that he's not wearing them these days. He said, I don't think I even own one bowling shirt. He said, I'm pretty much a T-shirts and jeans guy, shorts, flip-flops. I'm not a real fashion icon. He said, I'd gotten the call to do diners, drive-ins, and dives, and they said, bring a short sleeve collared shirt. <laughs> when the show got picked up, that's what I had worn in the pilot, and they said, all right, that's the wardrobe. So he just happened to have a bowling shirt, and then, oh, then they God. said, he, uh, from now on, you need to wear that. You know who did uh, great things for bowling shirts? Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men. Yeah. He wore them constantly. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You and correct. shorts. Yep. Uh, Justin Timberlake's new fashion has made his campaign debut with Louis Vuitton. Oh. Officially. Uh, the sexy back singer and his actress wife, Jessica Biel, attended their first Louis Vuitton show uh, in October of 2019. And now he's in his first luxury fashion ad for the house name. In addition to Timberlake, uh, and you guys will have to help me out with some of these names, uh, Naomi uh, Osaka, Kate Blanchett, uh, Ho Young Young, sure. uh, Leah Seydoux. And uh, Joe Donggyu, I think you nailed it. Are in the campaign for the collaboration with Japanese artist uh, Yayoi uh, Kusama. So, well thank done. You. Thank you. Well done. That was good. And who who's going to help you with that? You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the singer isn't an ambassador for the brand. He's not an ambassador. Why are we even listening to but him? But they're calling them him a friend of the house. That's not good. That's according what to is, a sparks, spokesperson. That's weird. Isn't that? I thought so. Huh. If you're doing ad cam- an ad campaign, wouldn't you be Go a brand yourself. ambassador? Yeah. Right. But maybe it has to do with the very specific uh, contract details. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe he's not, less. Maybe he's less not money. Ex- no, exclusive to them. And oh, that's right. why they're calling him it's a friend possible. and he has the opportunity to do others. Uh, I know he also works with Coles. The <laughs> collaboration will be available on March 31st, by the way. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal caused concern for his health when he posted a photo of him in a hospital bed on Twitter on Sunday. Uh, he underwent surgery to fix an issue with his hip and everything apparently went according to plan. Uh, O'Neal is already on the mend. Even while in the hospital, he joked that he's always watched. Uh, he's always watching basketball, especially the coverage of his NBA on TNT. Co-workers Candace Parker and Ernie Johnson. He said, "Miss y'all." And Parker responded to O'Neal by saying, "Love you, big fella." 
Uh, he he is a big fella. Reportedly yes. be sidelined from returning to his broadcasting gig for about a month or so. Uh, we haven't talked about Shaq in a little while since I guess maybe <clears throat> it was his birthday a couple of weeks ago. And I had mentioned that uh, he had, had had that rap song yes. uh, with uh, Foosh Nickens. Do we have it? Uh, Foosh yeah. <laughs> Foosh Nickens, yeah. And my favorite lyric is supercalifragilistic Shaq is Aladocious. Uh, I don't know if that's what we have here in this. Isn't that the technical name for Ozempic? <laughs> yeah. What's up, Doc? Can we rock? You guys remember this? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? I was hoping it would be the supercalifragilistic. Maybe I can find that later. Uh, for the next Shaq story. It's an old song? Oh, yeah. Uh, mid mid to late 90s, maybe? Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Don't remember that. Uh, let's see. I got time for disorder. Oh, we, we do have to you know, circle back to Kathy's breaking news on Vanderpump. Oh, my God. I totally yeah. forgot. Okay. Kathy has found a way to explain to us. Somebody sent you this. Yeah, somebody sent me Did this. Did they, in fact, beach themselves? Uh, no, but, Steve, this I, I, I thought this was great. I was All like, right. okay, now All I understand right. the whole thing. Well, okay. this is. Uh, the, do we need some sort of higher education music, Casey? Oh. No, not, we're, we're not getting really. School here? Uh, there, this is very quiet. Yeah. There, there is other music you might want to pull up, though, Case. Okay. All right, yeah. ready? So uh, an explanation on why the Vanderpump Rules drama is such a big deal. Here All it right. is. All right. Here's a reference for those who don't watch the show. Imagine if Chandler cheated on Monica with Rachel secretly for seven months and Joey knew all along. Uh-huh. And that's, okay. all right. that's what's going yeah, on. But I but I don't care about any of those characters. No, but but that's what they're saying. Like, they, you they're know, saying in the world of Vanderpump, you, that's yeah. the tectonic kind of issue we're dealing with. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, But the fact that we would gleefully wipe our asses with these people <laughs> yeah. should have no bearing. Like, I don't know who is Joey right. and Rachel in these scenarios. But nonetheless, that's the type of drama. And who's Smelly Cat? That's taking place. <laughs> who knows? All right, one last thing, and that is this. Uh, according to People the uh, People Magazine, the official trailer for the Hulu documentary Pretty Baby Brooke Shields was released yesterday. I'm going to watch this. Uh, Shields says in the preview, uh, the entirety of my life was she's a pretty face over and over and over and over again, and that always scared me. Uh, the two-part documentary is expected to hit the streaming platform on April 3rd. You and I have talked about this. Initially, we were, uh, everyone just thought, oh, they're just looks. They're just looks. They're just models. That's it. And then they, it took a while. They realized we were so much more. And, and that's really, that's it. We so we, we commiserate. Understood. Yep. All right. So we're ready for clips now. A spy among friends follows the true story of British intelligence double agent Kim Philby. And in this clip, star Damian Lewis ah. talks about his experiences. Hang on, hang on. I'm not ready. My bad, still, my... still on the Shaq rap song? Well, yeah, but hang on. Let me let me uh, fix this. All right. Uh, we're talking about Damian Lewis. Okay, I'm ready, sir. In this clip, star Damian Lewis talks about his experience in preparing for the role. Here we go. Once you've done all your research and all your reading... And you hope that somehow you've absorbed parts of that. But then then it's very animalistic. It's very instinctive and responsive once you're that up on set. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, Spy Among Friends is available now on Amazon Prime. Do you know what I think? Uh, he would be great. And there, he has a brief appearance and once, <clears throat> once about a time in Hollywood playing Steve McQueen. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm grubbing up here, but um, I'd love to see them do a full biopic and have him play Steve McQueen. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, next clip. Here we go. 
singles try to find a match and fall in love without ever seeing each other face to face in the fourth season of Love is Blind. Here, former contestant Natalie Lee talks about her speculations after filming. You know, Shayna was one of my closest friends in the pods. And so seeing that, like, my former friend and my former fiancé kept up lies to me for an entire year until they were revealed on the show. Um, and then some other things I heard from, you know, other cast members of, you know, some hangouts that they've had that people felt like was more than platonic. I felt like with that, there was a little bit more there. You suck my d- and shut the f- up, huh? <laughs> Your wife they is a big fan of this, right? You should add a glory hole. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Into the box. Sure. You see one part of them. Love is Blind returns to Netflix Friday. Yeah, Rochelle watches this show. I don't watch this show. <laughs> You're not missing anything. Nah, You're a Vanderpump guy. That's me. You're well, a pumpy. I want to uh, circle back again uh, to Shaquille O'Neal because he is going to be performing in Philadelphia after the Phillies game yep. on uh, Saturday, July 1st. So, uh, Fans of the Opera? No, he's oh. just doing uh, Diesel, a.k.a. Shaq, a post-game concert. And, wow. Um, yeah, so they, they do these throughout the season. Uh, but Shaq will be in town on Saturday, July 1st doing where, a show. Jeez. Where do they put that Right show out on the field. On. Yes. On the field. Yeah, so it takes a half hour or so after oh. the game ends. And uh, usually <laughs> they actually start those games a little bit earlier so that the game ends earlier and then they can have the post-game concert. I'd love to get him on. I would, too. Can we see if we can make that happen yeah. to promote let's that? Call, let's call Bradley Cooper. He'll, uh, he'll yeah, do he'll it for us. Up, I know please. somebody who is friends with him. Okay. Like friends. Shaquille? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very good. Hang Did on. he write that rap song? That's okay. Not being braggadocious. There it is. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Something like that? Yeah. Hello, one more time. That's okay, not vegan braggadocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Shackadalidocious. Shaq is alidocious. Shaq is alidocious? I mean... I, Who wrote the lyrics, Al? Yeah, not many people are alidocious, but... But Shaq. Shaq is definitely alidocious. Is alidocious. Even Nell doesn't understand. Nell agrees. All right. And there you go. Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, <laughs> Actually, that's the sound I assume coming out of the bathroom stall at the airport. Yeah. The we other need, day. We yeah. need oh, more yeah. Nell clips. There are definitely more Nell clips. Oh, yeah. there's a ton of them. I, we, yeah. we, we've got to get some fresh Nell. All right. Yeah, fresh fresh Nell. <laughs> mm. That smells mm. good. Fresh Nell was uh, Shaq's first girlfriend. That is Fresh Nell. Fresh Nell, come on. All right. Uh, and that's the entertainment report. All right, we have a stupid question this morning. A chance to win tickets to see uh, Nothing But Thieves. They're going to be playing at the Fillmore. That's a lesson question. Oh, no, no, secret text word. Sorry. Secret text word. What did yeah, I say? Stupid question. It's okay. All right. So, uh, listen, I'm all I over the place. I got a head cold. sick. Hey, you're not alidocious, man. It's okay. Secret text word. Text word secret to 39333. We have these uh, Nothing But Thieves tickets to give away. That's going to be Friday, September 15th at the Fillmore. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Then on top of that, uh, in about an hour, maybe a little less than an hour from now, we're going to have uh, the clue to give to you. And uh, what you're going to need to do in, with that clue in order to win tickets to, uh, actually, I should say, a trip to Universal yeah. Orlando Resorts. So make sure that you stay with us uh, for the next hour or so. We would love for you to win that. We're going to take, take a break, and we're going to come back in just a second. So hang out. 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show want to send you to Universal Orlando Resorts. 
Listen weekdays. Preston and Steve are hosting a photo hunt challenge at WMMR.com. And you'll need the on-air clue to call in for the chance to win an amazing three-night trip for two to Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. Only one place immerses you into the action of your favorite films and TV shows, then combines it with your hold-on-tight thrills in a way no one else does or can. Nobody tests the limits of absolute awesome like Universal Orlando Resort. Listen at 8 a.m. for that day's photo clue so you know what you're hunting for in the photo gallery. Later in the show, the correct number caller with the correct answer could win the grand prize trip. Preston and Steve's trip a day to Universal Orlando Resort for complete details. We have a new Daily Rush video for you to check out, and uh, the title is uh, Emerson, Lincoln Palmer's uh, Carl Palmer Loves Barney Miller. And it says, obviously, when you say Barney Miller, you play the longest fart you have. Uh, You can go to WMMR.com slash Daily Rush to see this video and any other that you have missed. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. There was a hilarious video uh, <laughs> that someone sent me, and I couldn't get it to, uh, once it played, it sort of disappeared. But it was uh, Hal Linden on his birthday, Preston. Yeah. And somebody did a deep fake of Hal Linden. Going, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was just a picture of Hal Linden that looked particularly old. <laughs> I need to see and, that. And uh, I was like, How, what, what, what are the I absolutely need to see that. Uh, Hey, I want to go back to a news story that Kathy had uh, this morning. Um, A guy was uh, carjacked. Yes. uh, In his own driveway. People got in. They held him at gunpoint, right? Yeah, Kath? so they they came up and pretended to be a solar panel, like a salesman or whatever. And when the guy wouldn't engage in conversation, he declined the offer. Uh, the guy pulled out a gun and forced him into his own car, drove him around to different ATMs. And the guy eventually had an opportunity to jump out of the car. Now, see, if somebody comes up and offers me solar paneling, I pull a gun on them. Yes. That's the way it usually works. Get out of here with that talk. <laughs> you don't know what happened to my grandmother. <laughs> no, but listen... The, the the wild part about this is the guy jumped out of the moving vehicle to get away. And you raised the question. We see it countless yeah. times. We have had stories. You've had a story in the Bizarre Fire where someone eludes a, a, a captor or a kidnapping by jumping out. Yeah. Um, and people, have, you know, dual digital motorcycles or when they're... To me, that's got to be... Like a, a one in ten shot that that's well, going to work out well for you. And, and a regular movie trope is jumping off of a moving train. Right. Come on, onto man. a car, then onto a motorcycle, then onto a motorcycle, and then you go through a loop to loop. I mean, the only time I would ever jump off of a moving train is if it was going over a bridge, over you know, body water. Of water. Yeah. yeah. What if uh, that? Even if it was like two or three hundred feet up. There's a scene in yeah. um, um, Top's uh, Secret where they they uh, uh, the, the Val Kilmer comedy where yeah. they they go down into the water uh-huh. and they sink down and there's they have a bar fight underwater. It's the best. It's a great sequence. It's one of the best sequences. Uh, you know that when you hit the water. Yeah. Just jumping if you've gone to a resort and done one of those cliff things. Yeah. And you hit the water. I hit the water one time wrong, a little bit wrong. And yeah. My side was bruised up. If you're on a moving vehicle and you jump. Yeah. I'm I'm curious if anybody's had that experience before. Anybody listening has uh, jumped off, jumped out of a, uh, out of a moving car before. Uh, 215-263-WMMR is uh, the number. We're actually watching a video of a guy. Uh, jumping off of a moving train into a body of water, and uh, apparently he gets knocked out when he yes. does it. 
You got to think of the velocity, and and you know, and that water, depending on your altitude and or speed, can be like hitting the ground. Absolutely. But I'm curious if if anybody, for one reason or another, whether it's out of sheer stupidity, yeah. Or out of necessity. I had to jump out of a moving vehicle. That you jumped out of a moving vehicle before. Uh, give us a call, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, that is the number. I've never done it. I've never had a reason to do it. You ever fall off? A, you fell off a bike, though. You fell off a... Uh, oh, I've done that yeah. stuff, yeah. I mean, that, that and a motorcycle, yeah. yeah. I've had motorcycle accidents. Close I've had to, some, had to me personally being involved with someone uh, falling out of a moving vehicle was... Um, I was driving, my sister had this little pickup truck, and I was driving it. I borrowed it for whatever reason, and we, we always thought it was kind of fun to throw people in the, in the bed of the truck. You really can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this guy that I was friends with, I'll never forget it, Rick Thompson. Rick was kind of a heavier guy. He was in, <laughs> he was in the bed of the truck, and he was standing up. And now we're driving in the neighborhood, okay? okay. So it wasn't like I was out on a, on a road. road, road. Yeah. But we're, we're driving in a neighborhood. He's standing up. <laughs> I thought it would be funny to slam on the brakes. Oh, oh man. Dude. I did. <laughs> he tumbled over the cab of the truck onto the hood and out into the street. Oh, my dude. God. I dude. mean, that could have been serious. I know. I know. Was okay? <laughs> it was hilarious. Was he, okay? he was okay. Oh, yeah. He was fine. You can't help But I mean, it was like, it sounded like, you know, a boulder rolling across the top of the of the truck. It's wild. You used to see people do that all the time, sitting in the back like that. Oh, I know. I used to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our, our family would throw us in the back. My baseball coach go. had the entire team in the back yeah. of his car. Yeah. Remember, well, we talked about the Subaru Brat. Wasn't that the one that oh, had yeah. the seats? Yeah, but at least they had seatbelts. Yeah, but it was the <laughs> coolest. Everyone wanted to ride in yeah. the back. But jumping out of a, uh, of a moving vehicle, I mean, you've got to, if you're going to do it. Make um, sure it I mean, stops first. Well, you need to, you're going to have to roll, obviously. Yes. And and I'm wondering, and, and so the door opens, you know, I mean, like uh, like getting out, or, you, or do you want to be facing the direction that the vehicle is going? I think you would go. I don't know. So my take would be, if, you're, if the vehicle's moving forward, you want to jump back. You're right, Steve. To kind of give you a little bit of of momentum the other way. Do you you have the explanation? So uh, this is from WikiHow. And so it says what you mainly want to make sure is that you don't get run over by the car. So you should jump backwards and away from the car. Try to propel yourself at a 45-degree angle from the rear of the vehicle. Jump far to avoid the car and make sure your head is pointed further behind the car than your feet. 45-degree angle. All right. Okay, so you're jumping off. I assume that you're not, we're not talking vertically. We're talking to... Right. To the to the car's uh, origin. All right. So, um, yeah, that would make sense. Still wouldn't want to do it. No. I was watching a video the other day. It's a little bit different than what we're talking about. But a guy, and it was, you know, just, it, it was on Instagram. It was a series of fails and things like that. And Which so, so a guy is, um, he's backing his boat down into a boat ramp. Okay. So he gets the boat most of the way down in the water, puts the vehicle in park, or he thinks he does, and gets up into the boat. So the truck starts rolling backwards. So he doesn't want his truck to go into the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he jumps off of the boat, lands funky, and I mean comes within inches of that truck tire rolling over his head. I mean, he moved in just the right time. It would have killed him. Would have flat out killed the guy, man. Uh, And so, you know, he, he but he had to jump off to save the vehicle. If you go to it was crazy to stunt person school, is that like stunt one of the person, person uh, one of the first things you lose? <laughs> you learn, that you learn is like no, like jumping off a train or jumping off a building. Yeah, I think ju- it's part. It would have to be part yeah. of it. Now they they can. If you look at like the the. <clears throat> 
what's considered a, at the absolute zenith of stunt work these days, the John Wick movies, uh, uh, Nick. And and I remember watching some of the guys break down, like getting hit by um, uh, a, a car backing up with the door open and all these things that they, right. they're doing practically. I think you'd... That skill set would be an essential part of being a stuntman. Because they end up in movies and TV shows yeah. all the time. And even soap operas. All right, so there's some more details. Uh, you want to try to find a soft landing place, so if there's like grass as opposed yeah. to uh, the cement. And then it says um, the way to land properly is you want to tuck your body and wrap your arms, like almost like you're tucking yourself into a ball. Right. So wrap your arms around yourself as much as you can. Would it be uh, wise kind of, at that point, Kathy, to, to sort of gently bite your tongue? <laughs> no, but they say try to actually land on your back. You don't want to, you know, put your hands down uh, or land on your side. And once you land, roll. They want you. Or they want you okay. to. They, they say to roll. Yeah. So, so you're in a you're do in, that. in a sort of a seated <laughs> quasi hunched over thing when you jump out, twirl and, and go to your back, right? Yeah, I want you, yeah. yeah, they say to land on your back. This is incredible that this is actually out there yeah. and explained. You get for pavement burns on your hiney. I'm gonna go to some calls. I'm gonna go to Rick first. Hi, Rick. You are on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem, bud. What's good your story, man? Well, my story is back in the day. Are you familiar with Frankfurt Avenue at all in the 66 bus? Uh, Frankfurt well, Avenue, yeah. Well, we used to ride the 66 on the back of it when we were kids from Bridge Street all the way to Knights Road. With no, nobody would bother you. It was in the 70s. So I remember coming back home, me and his kid, Jerry Leinenbach, were on the back of the bus, <laughs> and it's going pretty fast, really fast. And he's like, well, I live here. I'm going to jump off. What? And I kept telling him, Jerry, don't jump off the bus. Don't <laughs> jump off the bus. Jerry, I <laughs> he, he jumped off the 66, and he went one step, two step, and he was a human brush burn after that. Oh. So, oh, so he tried to jump off. He, so he his tri- nose, even the, the tip of his nose got burnt. Hey. So he oh. tried to jump off and keep running? Well, he went one step, two steps, right. and then yeah. his momentum took over. Yeah, he was going to try to run with wow. the speed of Yeah, that, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we used to ride that 66 all the time when we were kids. Did, Nobody did anything. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, did at any point did you actually get in the vehicle, or was it always on the outside? We were always on the outside. <laughs> wow. Crazy. All right, and thanks. I think that electrical line is right there. I mean, yeah. you know how stupid we were. <laughs> Flirting with death, buddy. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks, yeah. Rick. I appreciate it. Do you ever see the... Um, uh, people on treadmills that will try to get it at high speed yeah. uh, and yeah. jump immediately onto it right. and start running. That's like this. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. So I saw footage of the, have you seen the treadmills that are designed with the curve so that people can, like, like book sprint. Super speed. Right. I saw a dude try to do that. Exact thing. Yeah. Launched up against the wall behind yeah. him. Yeah. On a regular people mover, Preston. Yeah. Uh, in the airport, uh, yes. people misjudge it. Yep. Saw it happen this past week. Uh, let me, yes, No, I was on a treadmill once and somebody tried to walk behind me, like just take one step on the treadmill and then go to the, the treadmill no. next to me. No. no. She slammed into the wall behind me. <laughs> we were no. like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I have next Michael on the line. Yo, Michael, good morning. How are you, sir? Good. What's up, buddy? All right. So, listen, I was a junior in high school uh, out in New Jersey. Uh, I was ha- hanging out with my buddy, Kevin. We were playing basketball, and we thought it was going to be a good idea to go down to the quarry pits. Uh, my buddy, Kevin, had this two-door Explorer, and it was like it was like maybe four people at the most. Uh, he had three buddies already, so I hung out on the outside. <laughs> 
We're going down to the story pit. <laughs> okay. Before we can even make it there, an undercover cop passes up. Everybody panics. Meanwhile, I have nowhere to go. So as soon as I heard cop, I launched myself <laughs> off the car, tumbled it hard. Oh. The funny part was I had to go to a junior prom that night, and I still had to go. <laughs> so were you all bruised up? Did you, nothing broken? Oh, I broke my wrist, oh, but geez. I had to cancel it the whole time I was there. I had I, I looked horrible, but I said, you know what, I'll still make my way to through this. Yeah, no. Did you have like? Did you get like road rash or anything like that? Oh, I had more than road rash. When I knew I had a broken bone, it was worse. Wow! <laughs> wow! That's yeah, crazy. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Uh, my fiance and I listen to you guys every morning. Oh. And this goes out to Nick. Um, you came up with a story about rye bread. Uh, <laughs> that's actually our safe word in bed. Just so you know. uh, rye bread. Oh my rye God. Bread. Wait, wait until my brothers hear that. that <laughs> yard work, which became rye bread, is now your safe word. That's uh, thank you for sharing. Rye bread. No, we didn't say rye bread. <laughs> Tell your fiance I said hi. All right, let me go next to. Uh, I have Lou on the phone. Hey, Lou. Good morning. Oh, it's Lou. Oh, of course, of course, Lou jumped oh, off a movie. Lou. Yeah. All right, Lou. What'd you hey, What'd you jump off of? I was out in the Lake Tahoe, and a buddy had a, had a speedboat. And I thought, because I've done it before, but not this way, I'm going to uh, dive off the speedboat. But when I did, I go backwards, facing back, which meant the water hits me in the chest, knocks the wind out of me. Oh. Now, I'm, I'm in the water, and I can feel myself sinking because I have no more wind and I have no breath. Yeah. I felt like it was an act of God. Something pushed me back to the surface. I, I seen the surface as I'm floating down. I felt like a hand pulled me up. It was a mermaid. <laughs> I'm floating in 55-degree water, and they didn't know I dove off yet. Dude, you, you, by, all, by all rights, you should have been dead. And they didn't know. When did they, right. when did they notice that Lou was missing? Maybe about, I'd say a good 30 seconds while I'm in there. Like, it was a, and that's you know, a long time while they're cruising on a speedboat. Yeah. They had to spin the boat. Then I find out later that <laughs> there was a guy that was uh, died of exposure. And <gasps> he was in the water for 12 minutes. Wow. Okay. My name is Ariel, and I rescued your friend, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little adventurous when I was a Wow, how, how, how fast do you think you guys were going, Lou, when you jumped off? Yeah, because yes. yeah, like 30 miles an hour on the water feels like you're doing 60 miles an hour. Have you ever car. fallen like... But it was about, say, 30 miles an hour. That's fast. That's hauling ass, dude. When you're when you're water skiing and you're booking along, if yeah. you fall, yeah. like I've done it once or twice where you you literally skip on yeah. the water. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, the most water. definitely. Yep. All right, Lou. Thanks, buddy. Good to All talk right, to you. Who's Lou? Who's Lou? <laughs> All right, we'll see you. Uh, Who's Lou? Let me go to Dana next. Hi, Dana. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Dana? First of all, this is um, crossing something off my bucket list. Talking oh. to Preston. Oh. You're on. <laughs> Love you, Dana. Thank you for calling in. Um, so I was little, um, little-ish. I was about eight years old, and I was in a car with my mom, and she had just dropped off her friend out of the front seat. So I hopped over, you know, from the back seat. No seatbelts at that time, whatever. 
I lean against the door, and her friend hadn't closed it properly. Oh, so no. I'm going around a corner at about, I'd say, like 35, 40 miles an hour. Mm. The door opens, and I just roll right out of the car. Do you, um, like, do you remember? Do you remember what that felt like? Um, <laughs> no, not really. Cause I was just like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I used to be in that vehicle. Well, and I remember, um, like, there was this old couple behind me in this giant powder blue car, and they just had this look of horror on their face, like, holy crap, this girl just rolled out of the car. I bet you, so that used to be, they, they, before they had, like, child locks and, 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 you know, that it would automatically kick in in the back of vehicles, you'd hear stories a lot. You, sure. you could open the door while it was moving, yep. and you'd hear stories like that a lot more frequently, but wow. Jesus, you're eight years old. Uh, you, Dana, any injuries? Um, I had on a big, ugly corduroy coat that I hated, but um, I just got scrapes on my wrists, and that was it. It's so miraculous. Ugly corduroy coat. That's yeah. Saved, so saved always wear corduroy when wow. you're driving. All right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Appreciate it. Thank you. Love you, guys. Love you. All right, we'll see. It's like that scene in Parenthood when uh, the car comes rounding the corner and uh, the sun comes rolling out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that—that's a—that's exactly. That's exactly he, he was jumped thrown out of, out of a moving <laughs> car, but yeah. And Jason Robards asking us, he goes, what, "What was that about?" And he goes, "Oh, friends are just dropping me off." He goes, "Friends, friends, slow down. They even stop." <laughs> so even if you've been thrown out of a car, we'd like to hear about that. I'm going to go to Brian uh, next. Hey, Brian, morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, so I was with working for a company that one of our uh, details was to basically go pick up the trucks that the guys were working out of and the trucks were up by Cabela's up in, you know, the North area Cabela's, you know what I'm talking about? Vaguely familiar. Up in the mountains, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So where the trucks were, were up on top of a mountain ridge on top, like where a lookout would be. So we had to go up this mountainous road up up on an incline that was completely snow covered. It was just me and a guy in a ranger. We go up halfway up the hill. We start sliding backwards. Uh-huh. We're, keep on, we're keep on sliding, and we're, we're trying to control the truck. We got a cliff on the left side, balance <gasps> to the right. Dude, whoa. No guardrail, no nothing. So we're trying to control it. Nothing's working for us, and I'm the passenger. So I said, I'm sorry, buddy. I got a bolt. I open up the car door, and I just jump out. Wow. So you're, you're, you're not facing the cliff side at this point, or are you? I'm sorry. Were you facing the cliffside at that point, or were you? I I, I was facing the uh, the the mountainside. Okay. Side was the cliffside, and I just told the guy, his name is Demonte. I said, "Sorry, dude, I'm out of here. I gotta go." <laughs> oh my god. Santa's gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So I jumped out of the truck, and he he literally did a 360 as he's going down <laughs> this hill, and then luckily, instead of going off the cliff, he plows into the mountainside. And it, and it stopped the truck. Oh, my. Santa's got to go. <laughs> oh, my. I, I, I think I would have done the same thing. If you think you're going yeah. off a yeah. cliff, you got to yeah. go for it. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus. <laughs> so, Brian, I guess at that point, since you guys were sliding, you weren't really going that fast at that point. So so jumping out wasn't, you know, like you didn't get hurt or anything, did you? No, no. We weren't going too fast. But, you know, I wasn't sticking around for too much longer. Hell no. Oh, dude, a cliff? Are you kidding me? And also, so if you're sliding backwards, that means you're jumping out What with the door open. Yeah. That's got to be yeah. hard to do because you might get hit by the door. It could drag you under the car. 
exactly. I just jumped and tucked my hands in, and I just rolled. Hopefully the car wasn't going to run me over or anything like that. And then a badger dragged you to safety. Wow. <laughs> wow, man. That's, that's a hell like, of a story. That's a hell of a movie. Yeah, yeah. Cliff and the whole thing. Wow. All right. Th- I got pictures of it and everything. Wow. <laughs> you had the presence of mind to photograph hey, yourself. What What did he say? What was his name, by the way? <laughs> Demonte. What did DeMonte say? <laughs> oh, my God. When you, after you bailed on him. <laughs> you the only, dick. The only thing I can remember him saying was, oh, and then I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Could you, I, I can't even imagine. This guy's hanging in the vehicle. <laughs> I I'm trying to keep it from going off a cliff. Wow. But I, I'm with you. I would have jumped. Yeah, well, there's nothing yeah. he could have done at that point, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Well, why have two That's people insane. die? <laughs> Man. All right, here you go. Let's go to, uh, we have another Lou on the line. Uh, Lou, good morning. Good morning. The end is purple. The Uh, end is purple. Nothing we have learned. It is that the end is purple. Uh, Lou, what's up, buddy? The end is purple. I I have uh, a story about my um, new wife. Uh, We've been married like two years now, but we've always been friends for for years now, almost like a decade. Mm Mm-hmm. And long story short, she was with another guy. She was dating someone else. We were friends. She calls me one night. You know, I'm out and, you know, just hanging out with friends. And she's like, Lou, I, I, I did it. I'm, I'm finally done. I'm done with this mf I'm finished. And I'm like, well, what happened? What's going on? He's like, she's like, I just, I just jumped out of the car. I was done with them. So she's on Frankfurt Avenue. Um, somewhere around Cotman, up in the northeast area. What is it about Frankfurt they, Avenue? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this is Second Frankfurt <laughs> Avenue. If you're looking to do some car jumping, moving vehicle story yeah. we've had. All right, so <laughs> what happened? So she just she she just she just says F it, and she she the guy she's arguing with her at the time boyfriend, and that was it. She was just like, you know what, I'm done, and she's like, I'll do you one better, and just literally jumped out of the car and then <gasps> just walked away. So, so she jumped, Lou. Just she jumped out of the car as it was moving. Oh, yeah. She was doing wow. 25 miles an hour. At least. <laughs> well, however, whatever the speed limits are around there, she didn't care. She wow. I, I thought so, maybe going to this call that maybe, you know, he was an abusive boyfriend right. or something like that, and she was no, escaping. No, 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 no. Okay. She, just, just, that's just my wife. She, 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 <laughs> that's my gal. She's just making you, a point. Kate. I'm going to suggest right now that they lower the speed limit on Frankfurt <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> since that's apparently Popular where spot. people love to jump out of vehicles. Wow. Yeah, it's probably because of my wife. <laughs> oh, by the way, lo- I love you, Mary Kate. Be safe on the road today. All uh, right. No jump, no car jumping now. No. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Lou. Appreciate you sharing the story, man. All right. We have time for one more, and Troy has been on hold the longest, so I'm going to go to him. Hi, Troy. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good, Bob. We were talking about people who had to jump out of a moving vehicle. Yes. Uh, we. I was doing uh, baseball boosters, and we were selling them going door-to-door. And uh, back in the time when you could sit in the back of a pickup truck, uh, we the coach decided we were going to Ponderosa. And I said, no, I got to go to work. And he wasn't stopping. So I jumped out and I didn't know anything about uh, inertia or anything like that. At the time. And I, I rolled backwards up a hill. And with all the baseball team there, you know, I had to play it off like I wasn't hurt. But I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, outside yeah. on the ground? 
What was that? You landed on the ground on your knees or in the car on your knees? No, on the ground. On Ow. Because she got to speed up a little bit and well, I missed. That's a, that's a discussion for another time. Thank you, Troy, of jumping into a moving vehicle. We'll cover that another day. We should do another subtopic. What popular restaurant chain were you heading to when you dove out of a car? Yes. <laughs> and uh, only if it's on Frankfurt Avenue. <laughs> wow. Have you seen the footage of the dude? I don't. I think he's doing a stunt. He goes through the front of a vehicle. As is moving. There are actually people sitting in the vehicle. It's like a, a bus. And he goes through the front of the with the windshield's been removed. Yeah, through it oh, and yeah. out the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I, I have seen that. Wait, without touching with without the, touching the people, a, a, without touching the moving. vehicle, he goes right through. Yeah, it. he's standing on like some sort of like table or something like that. That right. And the vehicle has to get up to a certain speed for okay. him to fly through. I've seen the guys jump over moving cars yeah, before, so through. something like that, but yeah. through it. Wow. Because mm-hmm. so, you would you would have to have enough room, right? To fall, because you're going to fall no matter what. Right. As you're moving, you're, you're descending, so yeah. the vehicle has to be traveling at a significant enough speed that you don't descend onto the vehicle as it's moving. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I think we have our next month of stunts oh, for this yeah. case. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, get yeah, a spot on Frankfurt right now. Yeah. Event coming up. Wow. All right. Well, anyhow, Here thank it is, you. Preston. Thank you for the calls. Oh, you know what? I did see this. Yeah. They had, they had set that. They had planned that for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's insane. That's absolutely insane. <laughs> All right, thank you for the calls. We do appreciate it. Uh, a guy had to do it in real life for a yes. life, life or death situation. Jumped out of the car, saved his life. Might be worth practicing it in case you need to use it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, while you're considering that, you can text in the word secret because we have a prize to give away for the secret text word today. Tickets to see uh, Nothing But Thieves. Uh, they're going to be playing Friday, September 15th at the Fillmore. Tickets are, go on sale tomorrow. Brett Porsche is going to have some more tickets to give away later today, but uh, you can get in the running for that. Now, we want you to stick around. When we return, as close to 8 o'clock as we can get it, we're going to reveal the clue, a little mission that we have for yeah. you for the presidency photo hunt to win a trip to Universal Orlando Resorts. We'll have that when we get back, as well as the Bizarre Files to hang out. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Steven's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Steven's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We'll, we'll talk to our gang at uh, 
at uh, Fox 29, and then uh, we'll do traffic, and then we'll have your chance to win with that. So just a heads up, that's the timeline. We want you to win. So we should hear some music any moment now. Hey, Preston and Steve, everybody there over there at MMR, this is a question we had posed for uh, our listeners and, and viewers, and to your listeners and viewers. Uh, what's the weirdest thing, what's the rudest thing people do at concerts? Steve, why don't you start us off? Well, there's the obvious, is that you're, you're, you know, you're, you're the standing. If people are sitting down and, and they stand yes. in front of you. That's a given. Now, I'm not, I'm fine if it is a, like a real barn burner song and everyone's right. getting up. But don't stand up during the ballad and uh, be aware of the people behind you. That drives me crazy. That's my number one main issue, and that's why I try to buy seats at the edge of, like, a, a balcony or whatever so that I'm not... Yes. I don't have to deal with that. I, I, I'm... Same thing. I, exact same thing. I remember we were... It's at, rude. There's been a couple of concerts in particular where... And everybody... If everyone else is sitting down, it's time to sit down. Mm. And if right. it's... And so there are some shows where you stand the entire time, and that's fine. That's totally cool. But I remember two instances in particular. Uh, Paul McCartney. I took my family to go Come see on. Paul McCartney. And we had great seats. And for some reason, the two people in front of us decided they, yeah. we are standing yeah. no matter what for the entire show, yeah. even though everyone else had sat down. Hey, Barishnikov, sit oh, down. God. And it happened at another show. And I just, I, it absolutely, uh, it, it irritates me. Also, one of the ruder things that you can do, I think, is get passed out, drunk, wasted yes. at a concert. And uh, I've had people puking next to me and lovely little... But you were passed like out, that. so you didn't notice. I didn't know. Somebody <laughs> told me about it afterwards, but uh, it's just, you know, a little decorum. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's common civility. Yeah. Also, you know what? I'm sorry. Here's another quick thing. If, if uh, say, the artist is addressing the crowd and, and speaking... Uh, when other people start having a loud conversation or something like that. Like, you know, that's part of the show, too. Yeah, yeah. How? I think it's funny. It depends on the acts that you're seeing. It's yeah. like it's when my husband drags my son to go see like Bob Dylan. Like that crew's going to be a sit down, pay attention, and listen, as opposed to like edge of your sheets, you know, sheets. You know, For with me, your... that would be yeah. well, well. What you're doing a Bob Dylan concert is you keep leaning over and saying, "What is he singing? What song is this?" Because it never sounds like what you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those are just uh, common things. How are you on? videotaping the whole darn thing. No. You'll never look at it again. Well, <laughs> oh, here's another one. Uh, people who bring full iPads to concerts and hold them yes. up as if suddenly they're Cecil B. DeMille, uh, you know, and, and, and filming the whole... Knock it off. Mike, yep. Mike, I think it's fine for like one or two songs. Uh, the rest of the time, put your phone away because you're not in the moment anymore. You know, exactly. you're, you're really not, you're not enjoying the, the show. And, and Mike's right. You're yeah. never going to watch it again. Exactly. Yes. You know, you can record no. the moment re to look back on it and remember it finally. But just put the phone away and enjoy the time that you're there. What about making out right in front of you? That's uh, fine. Well, when they can make it out. Yeah, we can't really comment. No, uh, listen, don't lead us to a precipice and not follow through. That's my complaint. <laughs> yeah. and, if you started it, complete it. I'm yeah. sorry, Steve. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next All right. week. All right. All right. See you later, guys. All right. Uh, let us get go ahead and get a look at traffic, and then uh, it'll be right at about 8 o'clock, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll get over to that Universal Orlando Resorts trip that we have to give away. Kathy, what's going on so far this morning? 95 is a mess this morning. Northbound between Naaman's Road and Chichester Avenue. This is in uh, Newcastle. Two left lanes are blocked, so you are stopped there. You're also stopped north on 95 between 452 Market Street and Chestnut Street. That's an accident. That one finally off to the shoulder, but you are still stopped in the area south on 95. Jams Academy through to Bridge Street. That's your 
Cross Bridge to Girard. The Vine westbound slowing the length 95 to the Schuylkill. Schuylkill westbound heavy patch young to south. And then from the boulevard out to Conshohocken, there's an accident that's off to the shoulder uh, on the eastbound side. You're slowing the boulevard into the Vine. Blue Road southbound at Conshohocken. The uh, disabled vehicle was cleared from there. You are slow back to the mid-county tolls, but it is moving. 30 bypass eastbound jams Reesville Road to 113. 422 eastbound. Heavy from 29 to 23 on the Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound. You're slowing from Willow Grove to the mid-county tolls. An accident on 42 uh, eastbound between 676 and Route 130 in Gloucester City. It's off to the shoulder. 42 north jams from Coles Road to 55 and then 55 northbound heavy Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Spring back to life at Whole Foods Market. Get five yellow mangoes for just four fifty with Prime through March twenty eighth. Pounce on this juicy deal now. Now, while supplies last, shop in store or online. Terms apply. And that's your traffic on ninety three three WMMR. Let's give away a trip to Universal Orlando Resorts. But let's first have you take a look at what you need to find out the information. All right, it's our photo hunt challenge. And your chance to win that trip to Universal Orlando Resort happening right now. Here is your clue. Who is on the jet ski? Easy question. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com and look through the Universal Photo Hunt Challenge photo gallery to find the answer. And you could win a trip or two to Universal Orlando Resort with flights provided by Spirit. Uh, Now, we are going to ask you to call in later on with that answer. So you have some time to go and take a look for this now. I'm not asking for you to call in now. I just want you to go and do the research, hang on to that answer, and then in a little while, we will tell you to call in. So the question is, who is on the jet ski? And from sending you on a high-speed coaster to putting a towering volcano right outside your hotel room, nobody tests the limits of absolute awesome like Universal Orlando Resort. For more information, go to WMMR.com. But right now, we need you to find out who's on the jet ski and stay with us this morning. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's And this morning is brought to you by Jade Dog Junk Removal and Jade Dog Carpet Cleaning. Got junk, want it gone? Got floors, want them clean? Yeah. Call Jade Dog Junk Removal and Jade Dog Carpet Cleaning. Veteran-owned and operated. Started right here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Call 844-GET-JDOG or visit JDOG.com. Dot com. Well, a miniature version of King Kong played out in the middle of an Indian market square when a monkey grabbed a dog and then began jumping from rooftop to rooftop with the dog. This has happened before. They'll yes. actually throw the dogs off the roofs. A bystander in the city of Jaipur had captured the shocking moment that the monkey was spotted on the rooftop of a local business on Saturday with a black and white dog in his hands. The dog appeared to be trying to free itself from the simian's grip, with the monkey effortlessly holding on as it looked out into the crowd. When the monkey appeared to notice the attention, it held onto the dog with one hand and leapt to a nearby balcony before making a harrowing jump to another rooftop to make its getaway. Video cuts as the crowd was laughing at the monkey's escapades, and it remains unclear what happened to the poor dog. Instances like this, like Steve uh, said, are not uncommon. Uh, and in fact, in Jaipur, uh, houses a massive monkey, uh, massive Hindu temple complex uh, that is home to a large colony of monkeys, which has earned it the moniker the Monkey Temple. The Monkey Temple. Uh, the city has become a tourist destination of the, for those wanting to see the monkeys. However, many travel websites warn that the simians are quick to steal from people and advise visitors to keep their distance from them. 
Uh, while they can be playful, they do have a dark history when it comes to dogs. Uh, two monkeys reportedly killed around 250 dogs in 2021. I don't want to talk about it. For revenge in Maha uh, Maharashtra, uh, the primates were believed to have slaughtered the dogs by dragging them to the tops of buildings and trees and then dropping them to their deaths as retaliation against a canine who killed one of their babies. Yeah. So they uh, they they definitely that's, that's payback. Terrifying is what they're all about. Remember the, so. the footage of the, the one of them grabbing a kid off a small bicycle? Yeah, it's insane. They're crazy. All right, I love this story. A student who'd been enjoying a meatball sandwich while sitting on uh, sitting an online test was left distraught after one meatball dropped onto her keyboard, landing on an unfortunate button. She claimed it caused the economics test to be submitted before oh. she had time to answer the majority of the questions. <laughs> To her dismay, Sam Lee, who studies at the University of Georgia, ended up receiving a disappointing grade for the test, blaming the meatball. I might uh, consider changing the grade if you could rock me one of them meatballs. Hoping to uh, reset it, she uh, the uh, she had decided to explain the bizarre situation to her professor in an email, and she shared it on Twitter. Uh, she wrote, I had some technical difficulties. <laughs> And outside distractions during the test today, something hit my computer and caused it to submit the test when I had less than half of the questions answered. Would by, you believe that? She said, by something, I mean a meatball that had tragically fallen onto my keyboard as I was taking the exam. This said meatball <laughs> caused some malfunctions with my laptop and caused the test to submit itself. I completely understand that a falling meatball is no excuse for the failing grade on this exam. Yeah. But is there any possibility of retaking the test? Thankfully, Sam's professor turned out to be a sympathetic sort with a sense of humor uh, who replied with uh, some amusement that this was certainly a new and unusual excuse for a low score. Uh, we uh, just recently uh, missed National Meatball Day, by the way. We celebrated National Meatball Day last March 9th. Yes, uh, we did. Yeah, oh. and so we have a whole meatball montage from Rocky. <laughs> has gone absolutely berserk. There you what go. the hell? That was weird. Is that from Rocky? <laughs> it's got to be Rocky 3. That's good. That sounds like Mr. It, T. Yeah, it's bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, uh, I would eat bow tie pasta during a test. <laughs> so much to Sam's relief, the professor said, but for the reason it seems unlikely that you've made this up, Yeah, I've extended your deadline from the Module 6 test until midnight tonight, and I would recommend that you take the test either before or after dinner. So, Do you like a good meatball sandwich? Oh, hell yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I want one right now, well, and I want to watch Rocky Three while I eat it. <laughs> Residents of a Los Angeles neighborhood said that they have been flooded with mystery Uber Eats deliveries that they did not request. Locals in the city's Highland Park neighborhood said that they have been receiving up to 13 deliveries a day from McDonald's, Taco Bell, Starbucks, and other eateries through Uber Eats during the past three weeks. The residents said the deliveries show up at all hours of the night and day. A local man, William Neal, said when it became too much food at once, we'd try to find places to donate it or give it away. 
Some of the recipients said that they tried calling the phone number listed on the orders, but they were all uh, out of service. They noted the prepaid orders always included a tip for the driver. So someone is buying this food and just sending it out to people. Yeah. And they can't trace the the, the payment? A representative for Uber, the uh, service parent company, said that officials are investigating the origins of the mystery orders. Neighbors said that they do not know why someone would be sending so much food to their homes, but you don't it's all think paid for tips and everything. One of those monkeys? Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it's all coming around. All right, and then finally, uh, how about this story? A mountain lion attacked a Colorado man as he relaxed in a hot tub over oh, the weekend. No. Yeah. You think it walked up and said, ooh, soup. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, hot tub. Uh, the man said that he was sitting with his wife <laughs> in the in-ground hot tub at a rental property uh, in Nathrop, Colorado, and sa- it was Saturday night, and the mountain lion attacked. Uh, he explained that he and his wife were sitting in the hot tub when he felt something grab his head. You got room for a third. The couple screamed and splashed water at the animal, which they were able to identify as a mountain lion when the victim's wife shined a flashlight on it. Uh, the mountain lion backed up about 20 feet from the couple. Wow. And as they continued to scream at the animal, it moved up to the top of the hill where it crouched down and watched them. Uh, when the couple got inside the rental home, uh, they cleaned the scratches and they called the property's owner who alerted officials. So the the, the, the mountain lion just went up and then watched them in the hot tub? It, it, no, it, it, like, tried to eat the guy. Right, but after that, you say you repelled oh, it. Yeah, 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 he went up and, and crouched down and kept an yeah. eye on him. And they stayed there? Uh, when officers use your fingers. When oh officers arrived, uh, they began searching for the mountain lion. But due to the freezing temperatures and frozen snow on the ground, no tracks were late, were found. Wow! Uh, later, a trap was set up nearby in hopes of catching the animal. Uh, the uh, somebody from the, the wildlife management said that we think it's likely the mountain lion saw the man's head move in the darkness at the at ground level, but didn't recognize that it was people in the hot tub. That makes sense. The mountain lion uh, caused four scratches on the top of the man's head and near his right ear. The man declined medical assistance for injuries, with his, which authorities described as minor. This is where they say if you have a hot tub in a more rural area, when you get in, surround it with meatballs. Oh. Uh, the couple did the right thing by making noise and shining a light on the mountain lion. Saturday's incident is the first reported mountain lion attack on a human in Colorado mm. uh, this year. So there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, I gave out the clue for Universal Orlando Resorts, the trip that we have to give away in our photo hut contest, uh, which is who is on the jet ski. All right, you got to go to PrestonSteve.com and find out and hang on to that information. Later, I'll ask you to call in with that answer. We'll give away a trip to somebody. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Your busted bracket turned this month into March sadness. Well, this weekend on MMR, all your picks are winners with our slam dunk fill in the block party. We'll pick two from your favorite MMR, then alley oop it to you to take it to the hole with your request for song three. So keep our number handy 215 263 WMMR or text us with your name, Vine Village, and song pick at 39333. Because even if you're out of the office basketball pool, you're still a top contender with our slam dunk fill in the block party weekend on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 
I have so many different things to mention and talk about to you. It's almost like a stream of consciousness oh! is swirling through my mind with rivulets of ideas. Yes. Yes, Headley. Uh, so I got a number of things that, uh, that we, don't we can... don't have a clip? Chat about this. Casey's trying to... Uh, I, I, I sprung it on him. You whipped it on him last night. My week. mind yes. is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. And that is the stream of consciousness, <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll start with this. Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus has been reimagined and reborn... <laughs> Without animals, so they have announced that they are they're hitting the road, and this time around it's going to be a high octane family event with high wire tricks, soaring trapeze artists, and bicycles leaping on trampolines. So I saw a preview, and there is an incredible part in the uh, presentation where a guy gets into an empty cage, and uh, <laughs> wow, Stop. I mean, he's they're... taking his life into his hands. It's coming to Philadelphia. Yeah, so it's, I... it's on the order of like a uh, like a thrill show. Like... I, I find this personally more exciting uh, than the animals anyway, because when, when we would, and we did go to Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey, and it was neat to see elephants and, and some of the other animals, but the real action exactly. was when they were doing motorcycle stunts yeah, and, yeah. And, and trapeze totally. and all that stuff. The motorcycle yeah. in the uh, in the ball. Yeah, the cage. Yeah, the cage. That, that, yeah, the the globe of death or whatever yeah. they call it. That is awesome. The circle of unpleasantness. Yes. Yeah, the trapeze is definitely my favorite. Um, but the performance is coming to the Wells Fargo Center February 16th to the 19th um, in 2024. There was uh, we went not that long ago. A friend of um, Caroline's is. Um, does uh, these uh, silk? Uh, oh wow. yes, yeah. those are very cool. Uh, yeah, thanks. So, so we went to a performance. They're suspended from the uh, the ceiling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we went to a performance. This place that's in, I want to say, it might have been in Hatfield or somewhere in in the general uh, Harleysville vicinity. Not a lot of processed from. meats out there. But listen, they had uh, they had not only uh, silks and all that stuff, but they had full on trapeze. Really? And, yeah, the whole deal. Uh, so to it me, was that's really impressive. It's very Cirque du Soleil ish, Laylish, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but those classic acts, even the Cannibal dude, is is cool. You know? Oh, I love the yeah. human Cannibal. I think I, I, that's that was the one. The last time I went to the circus, that's what I was yeah. waiting to see. Yeah. It's pretty damn impressive. It is. So. Uh, Field or Feld Entertainment, which owns the greatest show on earth, revealed uh, to the Associated Press that the audience can what the audience can expect during the uh, North American tour kicking off this fall. Uh, the seventy-five performers from eighteen countries will include performers on a triangular high wire, twenty-five wow. feet off the ground, uh, crisscrossing flying trapeze artists, a spinning double wheel powered by acrobats, and BMX uh, trail bikes as well. Unicycle riders and skateboarders doing flips and tricks too. They're, they're keeping one animal act, Preston. They have a uh, a monkey that carries a dog up to the top of the uh, the high wire oh, and throws it say. off. Uh, no. Nick Nick pulled up an, an artist uh, rendering of this, and the the crisscrossing trapeze thing looks pretty crazy. Yeah. I've never usually see them just you know. I've never seen three yes. yes, but they're going in different directions. That should be pretty interesting. Is this in fact a tribute to the singer Christopher Cross? Maybe it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the show is a complete rethink of a modern circus. Uh, Feld Entertainment has been working on everything from how to integrate uh, clowns, the branding, and the merchandise over the past four years or so. Uh, I wonder, I, I don't think he's with them anymore, but we had him in the studio one time. Their their main 
clown who actually was also an acrobat as well was this guy named Bella. A lot of them are, yeah. And he came by the studio one time, and uh, he was cool. He was a nice guy, but uh, he was very, very talented. I'm a sucker for Remember we had the contortionist in here, yeah. and they got into the plexiglass case? Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I- I'm a sucker for all of that stuff. So, I yeah, I'd be very much into seeing this. Kathy, do you have the ticket information or Nick, either one yep. of you guys? Um, what is that? Uh, and, and what time of year were they? Be, I, I assume they're going to be doing the Wells Fargo set. Ladies oh, yeah. and gentlemen, in the center ring, Kathy has ticket information. <laughs> yeah, I said it's in February of 2024. Right. Okay, sorry. Um, so uh, that's cool. Is uh, Feld Entertainment uh, David Feldman? I think it is. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Not, not Damon, but his brother David. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. That's All right, crazy. let's see if that's the case. Is yeah. it based out of Florida case? Uh, well, this there is a Feld Entertainment that's based out of Philadelphia. I think this might be a different one. Okay. I'm kind of hoping it is. Yeah, Preston, this one. Wells Fargo Center, February 16th to the 19th. Okay. All right. Excellent. So uh, you, You've they, seen Cirque du Soleil, have you? No. Never have seen Cirque du Soleil. Oh, that's so, great. Well, I love too. that. Kathy I've seen was, it on TV. But... Again, it's one of those cases, Preston, where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be into that. And I did see the Beatles show, um, yeah. you know, in, in Vegas. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, I mean... You, these people are literally, Kathy, you know, they are going up very high. They're spinning around. They're uh, they're doing all this stuff that can be lethal, and they're doing it in the most poetic way. It's amazing. Yeah, I've seen it a number of times in a, in a, you know, a, different, a couple of different shows. Right. All of them are great, but the, the most amazing one was, and I, I think it was called O. It was the one that involved right. water in Vegas. It was great. So Feld Entertainment, uh, Casey's based out of Florida, and, uh, no connection to, uh, I don't think, Damon or David. Okay. Uh, and they uh, they also run Monster Jam, Monster Energy, Supercross, Sesame Street Live, uh, Disney on Ice, so a lot of those types of they're big. Uh, yeah, entertainment. All right. So they're a division of Lauer Entertainment. <laughs> Lauer Entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, at this point in the show, there'd be like 20 poodles in uh, ballerina costumes. This has been a Lauer yeah. presentation. <laughs> and then uh, you hear that cough sound again. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> Instead of the lion roar. And now the lesbian daisy change. <laughs> Everybody leaves. <laughs> 25 feet high, they do a daisy chain in the air. I direct your attention to the big top. Yeah. And they're going to drop <laughs> my jam and see if I can catch it in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right, so coming uh, February next year. But Very they, nice. Uh, they debuted. It's been... Reborn now, which is cool. All right, how about this? Uh, this is terrifying for those who have been watching uh, The Last of Us. Yes. A drug-resistant and potentially deadly fungus has been spreading rapidly through the United States. Oh, yeah. Healthcare facilities, a new government study says. Uh, so, yeah, it's been going through the U.S. healthcare facilities. Uh, so, the fungus, a type of yeast... Called uh, Candida auris or C. auris can cause severe illness in people with weakened immune systems. Uh, the number of people diagnosed with infections, as well as the number of those who were found through screening uh, to be carrying C. auris, uh, has been rising at an alarming rate since it was first reported in the U.S. Researchers uh, from the Centers for Disease Control said. Uh, the CDC's new warning comes as the Mississippi Department of Health is fighting a growing outbreak of the fungus. If HBO created this fungus as part of a promotional effort, I'm going to be furious. It's brilliant. Uh, since November, at least 12 people have been infected with CRS with four potentially associated deaths, the state's epidemiologist said in I, an email. I use CRS to get boners. 
Uh, on Cialis. There have been ongoing transmission at two long-term care facilities, although cases have been identified at several other facilities in the state. So in this case, the people are getting sick. We're not at the point where we have that sort of zombie-like control. Not yet. Yeah. But, uh, hey, maybe Showtime has a show they're working on. There's time. We'll see because uh, in the show, it's the yeah. uh, the fungus itself takes over the body. Uh, and controls it, and so uh, we'll can't see. wait for the second season. We'll Maybe we'll be characters in the second season, Preston. We'll see if that ends up happening. Uh, the fungus, by the way, can be found on the skin and throughout the body, according to the CDC. It is not a threat to healthy people, but about one third of people who become sick with CRS do end up dying. So, if you are healthy, it shouldn't affect you. But if you are, if you have some weakened immune system issues or something like that, and you do get sick, a third of those people that do get sick end up dying from this thing. So you've got to get a handle on it. share any similarities with Famunda cheese? Probably exactly the same thing. I would have to imagine. For all I know. That, is that a fungus? Yeah, well, it, I, possibly. It acts like it. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm keeping a cautious eye on all this stuff because, man, that would be, yeah. as depicted at least in this series, obviously right. the game, The Last of Us. It, uh, it It's not a fun future. Fungus is wholly different than mold, is it not? I think yes. mold is a fungus. Or is mold a fungus? Okay, I'm not they really sure. They can both get into the same clubs. Because <clears throat> I know mold freaks Kathy out for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, mold fungal growth that forms and spreads on various kinds of damp or decaying organic matter. Okay. Mold. So- so it has uh, it has ties to um, fungi. But you know why I'm so terrified by mold is because um, I have an allergy to it. So mm. um, when I did that, I did a lot of uh, allergy testing, and that was something that came back up on my skin um, like five days at, w- from the time that you know they had put it on t- into my body. Um, five days after, I was still showing a reaction to it. It and can cause severe respiratory. So I stayed in a house one time that had mold. Mold manor. And I could I could smell it the second I walked in. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. I was sick probably. And when I say sick, like a yeah. cold cough sniffling yeah. um, for about four months afterwards. It, wow. it just stuck around and it didn't go away. And people can, I, there, were, there was a family who uh, mold grew in their house. Uh, we did a, a charity yeah. event for them. This was years ago. But um, they had an infant and other kids. And like they could not figure out why the kids were so sick. I remember this. That ended up being the reason mold yeah when it, if it gets if it gets <clears throat> its claws in and, and you are allergic to it you can get really really sick yeah. from that most definitely so all right well, watch out for this fungus that's scary all right let me see what else are we gonna find here so many things when you when you're in that stream of consciousness or mode yes you become basically a receptacle for every bit of knowledge in the universe yes mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives uh so i saw this story uh this is interesting female pilots at seymour johnson air force base in north carolina are testing seymour johnson, seymour johnson come on oh, man this, come on sometimes i feel like these things aren't real and somebody's just getting Nick, one over on us will you please look that up and see if it's real seymour seymour spelled s-e-y-m-o-u-r johnson air force base it replaces the chomp my ballsack air force base yeah, it's a real one it's in All north right. carolina seymour johnson and they're testing a new bladder relief system oh called eris by arian health and the no, I don't like a and, lot of and Aryan is not like Aryan nation. It's, called, <laughs> it's spelled or it might be Air Ion, Air Ion, Air Ion, A I R I O N, but it looks like Aryan. I to think me. you're probably right. 
Uh, so, uh, yes, it's called What's Air- to do when you're flying a plane and you have to piss? Yeah, that's what this is all about, too. So the system uses a, and this is for women. So it is, the system uses a cup liner that is worn under the pilot's underwear. A cup? Cup. Yes. Yeah, a cup. Uh, and a pumping system that pulls liquid away from the flight suit without requiring pilots to remove their harness. Like a levy? Uh, the system was awarded a prototype contract by the Air Force last year and aims to make it easier for female aviators to urinate during long flights. All right, so I'm going to ask a question because I saw a commercial about a device. I saw it, it popped up probably a quarter of a million times while I was watching the show. And it's, it's for people, obviously, the level of incontinence or, you know, we talked about the depends and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, you, you know, people get embarrassed. You don't need to be. It's quite a common issue. However, there was a thing that a device that is made specifically for women when they sleep. And I was trying to figure out how it works. It's like a, a, a thing that sits next to you on, on the nightstand. And it goes to this long attachment that almost looks like a smaller version of what you might serve a banana Sunday in. Okay. And I'm yeah. assuming that that is perhaps inserted uh, into... No. Do you know how that would be employed? No, because, no, because if, if, if they're... Tr- if To take the urine out, it would have to... <laughs> well, uh, it'd be a catheter. Essentially. It would be a catheter, right? But this has the... none of the ear, none of the telltale signs of. I've, I've had a catheter, yeah, and this does not even remotely look like a catheter. Okay, it I think like... a women's catheter looks different than a men's catheter. Looks like a Louisville Slugger. Yeah, oh. a lot like. Okay. Um, why is this being uh, created just for women, though? That's because what I couldn't figure out. Because can a man ta- can a man take? It's his like flight Irish suit Spring. Off? Men can use it too. No, but can men, men pee take... too? I know, and I'm wondering, does their flight suit come off? Uh, easily, and that's why. No, it's the, same, or, it's the same flight suit. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's a jumpsuit. I mean, it's oh, like this, a, the, the flight suits are the same. Yeah, right. yeah. But uh, that's a good question. I don't know if they have already have a, uh, a type of device for men. I would think a catheter would be that. You know, it or would suck. A Gatorade but... bottle. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's Listen. for the men. Here's for the women. You need that. <laughs> yeah. But this just this apparatus is is made specifically for you know the. Female genitalia, and, and it wouldn't fit on a man's. That, that's why the thing that I was yeah. talking about, Casey, I was trying to figure out how it's implemented because yeah. it doesn't look, <clears throat> excuse me, anything like a catheter. But also, women mm. generally, I, I'm, uh, I could be speaking out of turn here, especially women who have had children, have a tendency more so to pee themselves a to little piddle. bit. Yes. Yeah, to piddle, you know, with <laughs> sneezes, laughs, coughs, you know, anything like that, they can... When, when I had the yeah. prostate surgery for a little while afterwards, I had the prostate removed and you had to get, you get used to controlling that with your other, other available organs. So, yes, there was a little bit of uh, leakage and that went away. Huh? Case, I work out with a bunch of women, and uh, some of the women, when we do jumping jacks, they look at the trainer, and they're like, we're not doing it. <laughs> I, uh, my sister used to be one who would, she would laugh hard, really, really hard, would, would pee. <laughs> and and it was kind of, in fact, that used to be a regular joke. I mean, they're like, when you laugh so hard, I'd pee. It's quite common. That you know? I go the other time. way, though. When I pee, I start laughing. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird at a urinal. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a nerd, someone who works at a hospital, it is Erica, who wants to comment on this. Uh, Erica, good morning. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Erica? Hi. So, I actually work at Christiana Hospital in Delaware. Okay. And what you guys are talking about is, it is a female catheter device, but it actually, it looks like a boat. Um, I always call it the the cooter boat. (laughs) The cooter boat. (laughs) It actually stays on the outside 
of the female and that that long tubing connects to the end of it. Okay. And it just sucks yeah. up the urine when they pee. It's called a pure wick. It does. I'm sorry. It does what to the urine? So when they pee, a lot of women, like older women, will use it at the hospital. When they pee, the pure wick is attached to a tubing system with yeah. like a suction. A suction. And it will just okay. Suck up the pee through the tube and it brings it into a canister. So that's but what I is, saw. But this is worn externally? There's no uh, insertion of this? No insertion. No okay. insertion. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's pretty, <laughs> it's a good size. But it's actually like a blue rubber and then on the inside of the blue rubber is like a, almost like a giant tampon. And okay. that's where the, it sucks up the moisture. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a little the little boat the boat. thing. That's the boat thing I'm talking about then. Right. So that's, yes. Okay. Interesting. Now that makes sense. So it's it's an external uh, device, and so it sort of rests in the the, the cooter boat, as you call it, uh, and that takes care of the uh, the urine if safe a woman is sleeping and doesn't want to have an accident, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, there's women that wear it during the day, too, if they're incontinent. A lot of, like, women who can't go to the bathroom on their own, they'll wear it. And it, it is a great device. It doesn't work as well as the men's devices just because those are, yeah. they go right in. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. But it does the job. It does the job. All right. Excellent. Thanks for the explanation, Eric. There we, we go. That was very helpful. Thank you. Thank have you. a good day. You too. All right. So I have a an Air Force pilot and an Air Force mechanic wow. with some explanations. Uh, so let's go to Kevin, who is a pilot, first of all. Kevin, good morning. Hey, guys, what's happening? Y'all rock. Uh, thank thank you. you. I appreciate it. All right, Kev, uh, you're a pilot. Are you still actively in the Air Force? Yeah, I was uh, active duty Air Force for about 13 years, and I'm in the reserve now, so still still in the Air Force. All right, what kind of equipment are you on? Uh, right now I fly uh, tankers, but I flew a bunch of stuff in my career. But how Kathy was asking, like, hey, do the guys pee? Well, of, of course we do. And uh, what we call it is called a piddle pack. Okay. And- piddle pack. It's yeah, not. It's so it's like the cooter boat. No, it's not like the uh, the, the cooter boat, but it's it's it looks like a uh, plastic bag, really. And all you do is, you know, you take out your uh, business, and when you got to go, you just you just pee in it, and then it coagulates your urine into like a jelly. Uh-huh. All right, so this this makes sense. This is kind of what is like what is in okay. like a depends, right? It's the same sort of. It's sort of like a gelatinous substance. Exactly, yeah. It pretty much turns it into this nice jelly, and then you just take that bag. It has, like, a super, uh, like, Ziploc thing at the top, and then you just kind of tuck that away in the cockpit. And, okay. and this stuff is for mostly for, for fighter-type aircraft. Bigger, bigger planes, you know, you get up, you go to the bathroom just like you do when you're on a commercial airliner. So I assume you're on your own if you're dealing with uh, taking a dump, correct? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so there's a proverbial honey bucket in the bigger aircraft some you know, or if you don't have a normal toilet and then uh, there are all the way up to certain levels of uh depends types things that guys wear but okay. wow man you never you never think about these things kevin because we you remember a while ago we were talking about guys who work in those high-rise cranes yeah. and, and what they have to do it's probably pretty similar yeah, you're you're isolated. You don't have a lot of room to move around, and uh, you know most guys do everything they can to not have to do that. I'm sure the gals do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, this 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 type of thing's been around for a while. If, uh, if Nick, if you want to Google Shiwi, yeah, they have them. Uh, they oh, yeah. have them for. I mean, you can use them on a road trip. You can use them just uh, flying around. Oh, yeah, I want to get back to Shiwi. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Okay, interesting. So, All right, Kevin, thanks for the heads up, man. We appreciate it. All right, guys, you have a good day. We'll talk to you later. All right, see you later. We should see if we can 
get us up in a tanker <laughs> vessel. By the way, he said that it's funny that he said uh, honey bucket because uh, when my sons worked at this campground down at the shore, uh, when they would have to go uh, empty the uh, septic tanks right. of uh, all the uh, the vehicles, it would go into this one big container that that was on a tractor, and they called it the honey wagon. <laughs> well, why? Why honey? Just to I don't know. I guess honey or is, is a practical joke for bears. Who knows? But I mean, that's what he called the honey bucket. If you got to poop in that, yeah. So I guess that's that's a honey is a regular term for. Poop. Yeah, my dad has used that. The, the honey bucket, the honey yeah. wagon. Yeah. Um, you guys want to know a little bit about the unfortunately named Seymour Johnson? It turns out he was an American hero, uh, and he died. He was a, a, um, a fighter pilot and then became a test pilot, uh, and he uh, was the, one of the first men to make it up to 43,000 feet. Wow. He was getting low on oxygen. He was in a Grumman uh, F-4, F-3 fighter plane, and it crashed near Norbeck, Maryland, and they named this Air Force Base after him. No so, kidding. Uh, yeah. uh, he, he might have predated the use of Johnson as a term for... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But he was a lieutenant in the U.S. Navy, and uh, wow. he had more than 4,000 hours uh, in a variety of naval and Grumman aircraft. Uh, and then so that's why they named the Air Force Base after the guy. I'm just in awe of people who are, you know, fighter oh pilots God. and, uh, you know, we're, the, oh, yeah. the gentleman we were just talking to. No it, fear. It's such an amazing thing. Or if they have fear, they're just able to Nick, control I, it better than anyone else. I can't even jump out of a car anymore. Right. Yeah. That's what a pussy I am. Preston, the Shiwi is sort of so a woman can create uh, <laughs> like a, how a, a man would go to the bathroom. Right. Oh, so you so stand it cups up? And then, uh, yes, that you stay standing. Right. Yep, yep, yep. I remember that. All right. Uh, let's see. We're going to go to some other places. We'll leave the we'll leave the butt behind for a moment. And I, I, somebody sent me this. This was really interesting. Um, AI. Yes. Artificial intelligence. Oh, not Alan Iverson. Not Alan Iverson. No. Uh, so the, the same tech behind the hugely popular chat GPT is now being integrated into a system that automates radio DJing. Yeah. Uh, Pierre's going to have a heart attack when he hears this. Uh, but before it's deployed, its makers and users need to ensure that AI doesn't spread misinformation on the air. So in June of 2020, more than uh, two years before it unveiled ChatGPT, AI research uh, firm OpenAI started providing limited access to GPT-3, the language model that would later form the basis of its AI chatbot. So like uh, ChatGPT, uh, GPT-3 can produce human-like text in response to prompts and researchers. Uh, uh, researchers quickly began using the tech to develop apps that summarized customer surveys, wrote dialogue for video games, and more. Now, Futuri, a company that designs tech uh, to help grow media brands, has now unveiled Radio GPT, a system that uses GPT-3 and other tech to create and market tailored content for radio stations. Kabow, pow, pow, kaboom, <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody! It's good to have you. Um, yeah, so they're they're talking about this with this person. They're talking about this with um, when uh, for uh, script writing, uh, and they had a, a critic uh, review um, some scripts that were written by AI by this program, um, saying they were serviceable, but yeah. you, you know, and 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 they did it as like a double blind. He didn't know which ones had been written by. People in which ones were written by this this uh, artificial intelligence. I feel like we so, can have some fun with this uh, on yeah, the air. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, there because uh, we we've messed around with it at home, and I, I do think that there's an application okay. live on our show. So so this doesn't only just write the scripts, right? This performs this them. Is the DJ, this is, yeah. yeah. So 
The script can be read by the stations. And so, so the GPT-3 technology creates a script for RNR use. It says here it scans Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and 250,000-plus other sources of news and information to identify which topics are trending uh-huh. in a local market. So yes. they... Like us, like they, this thing gets to decide what it's going to talk about. Huh. Uh, the script can then be read by the station's own DJs, AI voices trained to sound like those DJs, or completely AI-generated voices. And customers have the option of creating radio shows with up to three fully virtual DJs. There's so much in here that's right out of... Black Mirror and, you know, this yep. just is terrifying, yeah. Yeah. especially with that stuff, especially with creating very convincing footage and audio of someone in a position of power yeah. saying something that's not true or mobilizing people to do something yep. in, in, in a fit of panic. Agreed. I don't like it. I, 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 that's why we talk about poop all the time. It makes dude, it easier. We've been saying it for years. Yeah. These things are bad ideas. They're bad ideas. I mean, stop it. It's amazing technological advance. Yes. But, uh, you know, it's like the old Jurassic Park thing. Yeah. Did, did you? Did you? Doesn't mean you should. Just because you can. Right. Doesn't um, mean you should. I prefer our morning DJs alive. Mm-hmm. They say wacky things and often say poop. Uh, Radio GPT's AI DJs can chat about weather and traffic or look at a station's playlist and tease upcoming songs. Uh, the system can also write blogs, social po- Okay, well, maybe we can deal with that. <laughs> It'll write, uh, write it'll take care of your content. Posts. Yeah, yeah. And more about about the content being shared on air and then automatically publish it to a station's website or social accounts. Okay, but now I'm seeing the practical side. Yeah. <laughs> the future is digital. <laughs> by the way, Marissa said South Park did an episode written completely by ChatGPT. Mm. And did they animate it and everything, Marissa? You watch it? Hang on a second here. Let me turn her microphone on. I haven't watched it yet. It's the latest episode. I don't know if the entire thing was chat GPT, but at least parts of it are. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's funny that they've embraced and, and are trying it out. Of course they would. It's I, fun. I, I see a very big downside to this. Marissa did it. Uh, yeah, I, I told her uh, to, to try something out with that. Or you've, you've done a couple of things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The only thing is it only has uh, information up until like 2020 or 2022. So it's not the most up-to-date information on ChatGPT, but they are offering... So it has no idea what's going on in the world of the Vanderpumps. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's not going to get that awesome friends analogy that Kathy gave us early it's this right. morning. No, but it, um, it's it's the future, guys. It's yeah, here. by the way, it's somebody coming. texted and said, machines don't snort. Yes. <laughs> That's right, man. They leave that up to us. All right. Anyhow, I thought that was kind of interesting. Wow. All right. And scary. Uh, let's... Okay. Um, All right. I think, well, there's a couple different things I could go to. And I'm Remember, you're the stream of consciousness now. Whatever you want. Letting it flow. Like uh, like uh, the cooter boat. How about this one? The town uh, in Canada named Regina yeah. decided on a cheeky tourism campaign that has left some residents enraged. Regina, which is pronounced in the way that rhymes with a certain private part, is located about 100 miles north of the U.S. border. And the new tourism campaign included the slogan, Show Us Your Regina. Regina. (laughs) Residents said that this take on the town name was gross, misogynist, and steeped in masculine toxicity. Listen, it it is, you, you can't ignore it. You know, unless yeah. you change the name of the town, it sounds like vagina. You know who's from there? Is our buddy uh, Scotty Hartnell? What? Yeah, he grew up in Regina. 
Well, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I wonder how what he thinks about it. You want me to text him? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah see if he knows about it. Uh, see, when you leave there, you have to go through the fallopian tubes. <laughs> there is a dildo Canada, too. Yeah. In uh, Newfoundland. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, so that's their subway system, yeah, the fallopian tube? the fallopian tube. tube. Uh, so the CEO of Experience Regina, Tim Reed, said uh, that it was clear that we fell short of what is expected from our amazing community with some slogans that we used. We crossed the line in uh, on some of the poking fun at ourselves around our city name. I think it's it's <laughs> playful. It, yeah. it, 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 I saw some of what they were doing. It wasn't gross. It was just playful. No. Yeah. Like, if there was something that rhymed with penis, yeah, I would think that'd be hilarious, too. And, and, and I wouldn't call that misogyny. I'd call that funny. You know? They are just up the road from Butthole. Okay. And they have fun with that well, name as well. Yeah. Yeah. You have to cross over taint to get to. <laughs> right. You come out of the fallopian tube, you cross taint, and then you're in Butthole. And then you're in Butthole. It's, where where yeah. are you from? Butthole Canada. <laughs> oh, it'd be like not having fun with that. Listen, if you go out to uh, uh, Intercourse here in PA, yeah. they have stuff that make, that plays with it. It's not disgusting. It's just fun. And I'm sure you see people buying those, you know, uh, signs and all that stuff all the time. Yeah. Was it, is, uh, obviously, there's Blue Ball. Yeah. Uh, bird in Hand. Nut Bust. Nut Buster. <laughs> Nutbust is a quaint little town. Nutbust, PA. (laughs) It's a great little town. What a great little town. It's a bustin' little town. Nutbust pride. (laughs) Well, Regina got some uh, some blowback from this, and uh, it was a scene in a forty year old. No, no, in a a forty year forty year old virgin. Yeah, Yeah. right. Regina is her name. Was the sound of the speed dating? Actually, Regina. Yeah. So funny. All right. Well, anyhow, they've uh, they've decided that they're gonna they're gonna pass on that uh, that slip. Another one. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, this is our open and close. So, uh, and our guest just you want, arrived. You want me to wrap it up? Uh, yeah. Let's wrap okay. it up. We'll wrap it up with the Virginia. Well, what were you, what would you have gone with quickly? Just give us a tease for the next stream of consciousness. Uh, there was a story that was, and this is more of a topic. It was uh, the most annoying advice that new parents receive. All right. Do you want to say that for a topic? I think we can uh, chat yeah. about that rather than me just tell you about Once it. Once we, so. we, we exalted the uh, town of Buttnust. Yeah. Not Bust. <laughs> not Bust. Bust not Town. All right. Uh, anyhow, this has been the stream of consciousness, Nora. My mind yes. is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. All right. And with that, we will take a break. And we're still going to let give you some time before we give away that trip to Universal Ooh. Orlando Resorts. It You're will, being tricky. It will be soon. It will be soon. So make sure you're listening for uh, my cue to have you call in and uh, let us know the answer to that question that we asked earlier this morning. But when we get back, uh, Danny Cage, uh, the owner of Monster Factory, is going to be here in our studio. Yes. Apple TV Plus has a documentary series about it uh, that is called Monster Factory, of course. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is the owner and coach of the Monster Factory, which we've definitely heard of before. Many times. And there is a documentary series that just premiered on Apple TV Plus, and it is called Monster Factory. Like, welcome to our studio, Mr. Danny Cage. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you, guys. How thank you doing, you Danny? So, I'm doing great, man. Excellent. I, this is... I. It's surreal to me. I'm seeing the screen and you guys and everything. Like, <laughs> like I'm in show business, but like this is this is something new to me because like it, it it hasn't been working out for me for years, and like all this coming together right now is just it's, well, it's you, surreal. It's gonna oh, be. I want to ask you because listen, you you've been we were aware of the Monster Factory for many years. We've had a number of the wrestlers of WWE and all yeah. the other organizations come through, and and they always they mention it. They mention this area. For this rich history, so this has been going on for for a long time. But um, did Apple TV approach you with the concept for this? Did you go to them? Yeah, because this is this is the, a wild story. Uh, back in 2016 is when this started. So before, this has been going on that oh, long. Yeah. Before there was an Apple TV Plus, yeah. this was going on. Uh, uh, a production company reached out to me, and they just wanted to make kind of like a sizzle reel to, to get the word out of, like, what they could do production-wise. And it turned into, it was supposed to be, like, two minutes to, like, 16 and a half minutes. And then it became, like, a hit on Vimeo. And then all these people were like, that's a cool story there. Um, yeah. Let's try to pick this up. And then it was to Netflix, and it was to all these different places. And and Jeremiah Zagar, who just got done doing Hustle, uh was in this company, and he's like, let me go meet this guy and see this up close. He came out to meet us, and he's like, so do you want a show? And I'm like, I would love one. <laughs> yeah, and that's it, a question. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, I I didn't know who he was. Right. So he goes to the bathroom, and they're like, you don't even know who that is, do you? And I'm like, I have no clue. Right. And they're like, just Google him. And I was like, oh, he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, so if he wants a show, I think you're going to get a show. But that, again, this was 2018. Yeah. And then we kept going and trying to shop it and putting together reels. And it was hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. That's the song and dance. That's yep. what happens. It and happens time and time again. But and, and then when you finally get the call to come because it's six episodes? Yes, yeah, six half-hour episodes. Right. We filmed it last year from about, I think we started in... March and it went all the way up until about August. We taped. Wow! And wow! It was so unbelievable to. I could trust these people yeah. because I took number one when we started filming. I said, "If you make anybody look horrible <laughs> and bad, I was like, legally, I probably can't do anything, but right. physically, we might have <laughs> issues." <laughs> and I was like, and I got about forty other students <laughs> that can help this happen. So it was, uh, and it, but like to have it turn out because like we're so used to wrestling stories of being so, you know, uh, dark and seedy and telling all the stories of bad things, and then like this happens, and it's it's everything I could want in a wrestling show. Well, I want to I want to address what you said at the beginning here, but first a couple of questions. For how many how many episodes? Six six, six episodes. Hour episodes. Uh, one season and done, or maybe talks of another. I hope so. Okay. And you said things haven't been going well. What did you mean by that? Well, as soon as the pandemic hit, I mean, I have I own a gym, right? And the way I would get money is birthday parties, shows, and sure. tuition. Yeah, and everything so, shut down. Yeah. And I told our students, I was like, 
All right. Well, I'm used to not paying bills. Uh, <laughs> so, like, but you guys, I don't want you to uh, bother with tuition because I don't know how long this is going to last. We'll figure out a way to get through this together. So I wasn't paying my mortgage because I had to pay the rent to the bill. And you addressed this in the show. Yeah. You, 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 guys, yeah. you guys talk about how that that's, yeah. you weren't paying, you weren't taking care yeah, of your own I, stuff. And it's yeah. me, my wife, I got a 15-year-old and now 14-year-old. Right. Uh, you know, we're going now over a year and a half without paying mortgage. It's like now over $30,000 I'm owning and they're talking about pulling my house and all this. And I was like, then we'll just live at the Monster Factory. We'll figure this out. But right. like, the future hinges. On this, this is the risk you have to take. It's about, you know, what I love about this whole thing, and, and you, you mentioned, like, the darker side, and we, we're huge fans of the movie The Wrestler, uh, you know, and just in general, we've we've had a, a fantastic relationship with the, with the wrestlers and, the, and WWE, and I said all the other organizations yes. that come through here, natural-born entertainers and, and show people, but you make the case to your students, and now you have, you said, 40, 40 students, um, that, um, you know... You, you always stress, it's not impossible that you'll make it. Huh. Follow your dream, but realize the odds are strong against you. Yes. So, so, And you're, you're never not candid about that. So in your own life, you were trying to become a wrestler. Yes. And and give us a little bit of your back yeah, history. So, like, I, I wanted to do this so bad, like, my entire life. From like, like, What's so great now is, like, getting all the messages from friends and family from years and years ago. Who'd known for like 30 years I've wanted to do this. Right. And, you know, I got in the best shape of my life. I, I only started amateur wrestling because I wanted to be a pro wrestler. So I would wrestle all year round, do tournaments. So when I got the tryout, uh, you guys will see it didn't work out so well. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's the good thing. Uh, after watching this show, uh, the person that wouldn't pay for my tryout texted me and he loved the show and couldn't get enough of it. Um, but it was that. Going for your dream and end up being snatched out from underneath you and then realizing, like, hey, if I keep going, then I really do want this dream. And this was something that wasn't going to shut me down. Like, it, I always it, tell everybody, the path can stop. It doesn't mean your your destination changes. No, and you make that clear. And Because uh, I saw the first two episodes and, and, uh, and, and, and really enjoyed it. Um, but you had that kind of thing we talk about with pro athletes, um, you know, in any sport and the wear and tear on the body. And you had a... Come to Jesus moment. Explain this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was. this is how long ago it was. I was playing Sega Genesis <laughs> in, in a lawn chair. I was playing PGA Tour golf before Aver became Tiger Woods. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yep. So I'm playing it, and I'm sitting down in the lawn chair because, like I even say, it's a bachelor pad. I have a, basically a TV <laughs> and a lawn chair. And you've been wrestling a lot. Yeah, I was yeah. wrestling for a couple of years now, and I just got done a show and we were having a couple beers and we were going to go back out and I went to stand up and I couldn't and uh, my legs just wouldn't work yeah. and it was sciatica down my left side and I literally had my friends each side grab me by my armpits drag me to my room and I just laid on my bed with a heating pad on my back and I just knew then I was done and plus at the time I'm working for the phone company. So now I have to go climb telephone poles. Yeah. I have to go through crawl spaces, basements, all this stuff, and I'm like this. So that was then when I was just like, I think this is done. Um, I can't risk m the six-figure job, and my body's already shot. And plus, no offense to the Monster Factory back then, it wasn't what it is now. There was no light at the end of the tunnel. There was no. It was basically a brick building. And a ring, and that was it. There was a gentleman who owned it before you. Yes. He was... Um, Pretty Boy Larry Sharp. Right, and it, it, it had a reputation. Yes. But then you got it in... 2011. Okay, and then 
the facility as we see it, because uh, we've heard about it for years, but to see it in the well, show, you're, you're, the facility you run now yes. is pretty good. Well, we got so lucky, and this is also because of Larry, is uh, when I bought it, I had no building, no ring, no nothing. I had two students that were paying and two left over for another. <laughs> wow. Yes, so I just bought the name itself. There was yeah. no social media. I had to get everything going, and the principal of Paulsboro High School who's friends with Larry, says, hey, Larry, you still got that school? He's well, well, Dan has it, you know. And he goes, well, do you guys want to come into our wrestling building, our wrestling room? And Larry calls me, and I was an amateur wrestler, and I knew Paulsboro. They used to kick our ass all the time. Right. Uh, and I used to, I, I, I was like, yeah, I'd love to. And I came in, and I fell in love with the building. I mean, I love the building. It's got a... It's got a full weight room. It's got the showers. It's got amateur mats throughout. A perfect spot. It's it's everything you could want in a professional wrestling slash amateur wrestling building. It's perfect. Well, you know, as as and again, watching the show, you're you're taking your students and you you're known now, and this is going to skip up dramatically, and we'll talk about <laughs> that. But but because of the the uh, the exposure. You're known for for getting people through the system and at least getting them a shot at being seen. Yeah, you know, and, and that you, you're not promising you're going to be John Cena, yeah. but you're going to you're going to get the tools. And those, what I was fascinated to see is those tools include everything from simply working the turnbuckles and setting up the ring. So, how comprehensive is the education, the wrestling education you get through the Monster it's, Factory? It's most wrestling schools they just cover the in ring stuff because right. that's how you get the students and you keep them happy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, students don't want to do what I put them through. And that's why, like, when my students make it, they tend to stay in the business because they understand the business. Okay. Um, They're not getting punched in the face when they show up to WWE, and they have to learn now how to set up the ring, to take it down, to load up the truck. You do all that stuff there. They don't have a paid crew. You are the paid. It's crew. like it's like a, like Preston and Preston your band aid. Yes, you know yeah. you, you gotta you gotta yeah. haul the stuff around yourself, set it up and, yourself, and that's what we do yeah. to our students. But here's what I tell them: I'm like, you're paying me, and I, and you're doing this. But imagine how easier it's going to be when you're making really good money. Yeah, and you have to do all this stuff and get yelled at. I was like, I always tell them. If you leave here and you get a contract, awesome. But if you don't, you're at least leaving here a better person because you got some work ethic, you understand the business, and you can apply everything I teach you to any trade. So the focus of the series is is you, but it's also a, a selection of students that you're teaching, all with different sort of skill sets and, and um, uh, reasons for being there. And, and give us some of the highlights of your, your, your students featured in the series. Well, Twitch is one of my favorite students, but also uh, most frustrating because he wouldn't realize how talented he is. You know, I would sit there and I'd be like, you can sing. You can do all this stuff. You're an amazing talent. Just apply it to wrestling. He has Tourette's. Yes, correct? he has Tourette's. He has Asperger's. He has uh, acid reflux, ADHD. I right. mean, he has it all. Um, but he, <laughs> he's got it all. Yes, he's got it all. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. The first time I met him, he was in high school, and he came to a camp. And I'm hearing him twitching. Yeah. And I'm going, sir, are you okay? Do you need some water or something? I didn't say it so yeah. nicely. Yeah. And he's like, I have Tourette's. And I could see, like, he kind of, like, took him down. Yeah. So then, like, he, he starts to, like, do it again. And I'm like... You don't even have, and he goes, yes, I don't have the fun Tourette's. I don't curse. Uh, <laughs> so, like, we, you know, that's when, like, we started, like, okay, this is uh, great. He's got a winning personality. He does. Yeah. He does. He's, he's got the one-liners. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's Goldie who started with us. Like, this is what I like the most about this is everybody that is in this pretty much started at a very early age. Uh, Mimi started with us at age 14. Wow. She is now 20. 
Goldie started with us at 17. He is now 22. You know, I have all these people, Bobby Buffet, like all these characters, but like to see them mature right before your eyes, our kids don't see it. I see it. You yeah. know what I mean? They don't see the growth that they make. All right. So at Monster Factory, what is what are the age requirements if, if they want we have, you to be a trainer? We you know? have we have junior programs that are from age 10 to 17. Wow. And they're on uh, they're on uh, Saturdays. From 9.30 to 11, but we also welcome them to come in during the week with their parents, and they can participate. A lot of wrestling schools will have kids wrestling. We do not let them bump in the ring. They do not take bumps. They do not anything with their head, anything. It is all crash pad stuff and then bumping all of us older students around. Okay. What what does bumping mean? It means taking a back bump, hitting the ring. Uh, Basically, you can get a concussion doing that. So we don't even let them even come close to doing that. Okay. Danny, I want to ask you about the uh, the filming process. Because if you put a camera on somebody, they tend to act a little bit differently than (laughs) they would in normal life. And this is a a series based on your life and, and... and your business, um, did you get used to the cameras? Did you perform for the cameras? Because you're you, uh, used to being a performer yes. as well. So here's here's how this went down. As soon as I bought the Monster Factory in 2011, I would always be running cameras everywhere. Because I envisioned us becoming a very uh, big school, and I wanted the kids used to cameras. Mm. And it's good exercise. Plus, every once in a while, you get good footage. Some good things happen. And then once they started coming around, we kept our own cameras around. Uh whether we were just taping and never saw light of day. That's a good idea. But it was just them getting reps you and getting to, that. Yeah, that, that that whole thing of comfortability yes. in front of the cameras. And again, we've said it many times. That's why you have John Cena. Yes. That's why you have Dwayne Johnson. You have a lot of these people who are not only who've come from wrestling, who are the huge paycheck earners out in Hollywood, the people that can get you know projects done. So that um, that's a big part of it. How many students do you have coming to you who say, I want to parlay this into stunt work. I want to parlay this into acting as opposed to how many are just purely there for wrestling. Most, I would say, every single one that comes to me is coming to me for wrestling. Okay. Uh, If they go into that, sure. Like, for example, one of the people that came to us uh, about a year and a half ago, right after the pandemic, he wound up getting a, a role in the Hustle movie. Oh, because okay. Jeremiah saw him while we were filming our thing and said he would be perfect in the movie. So he got to go there and be in the movie and be in the set and stuff like that. Now he doesn't even wrestle anymore. He, he's doing his own thing. Well, but that's what can fall into your laps. You know, we've had people go and read for commercials. Uh, you know, uh, Derek Lewis, our announcer, was just on Wheel of Fortune. What? Yeah. Is he? <laughs> is he- you had a guy. Is he the very tall guy? Yes. So he and you were explaining this. I didn't yeah. realize this, Preston. Oh yeah, he's explain like six what, five. Explain why that's a problem. <laughs> well, you have somebody, let's say John Cena, ring who's only six foot, and your announcer is yeah. taller than him and towering <laughs> over him. Right. You know the reason, same reason, I guess. You know. If there was referees in basketball that were, like, seven foot, I doubt they would be on the court, you know? But, like, this is, like, in wrestling, everything is optics because it's theater. I try to tell everybody it's theater. It has very little to do with talent. It's more or less, uh, are you a good person? Can they invest in you? And are you not going to screw things up? You know, that's pretty much it. It's very uh, rarely to do with, like, oh, we have to get that guy because he does this. They'll go, no, we'll take what he does and give it to someone who's not an idiot. It's interesting because it is a balance of things that really go into making the perfect entertainer. Yes. Uh, And and, uh, first and foremost is fan-friendly. 
uh, I guess, and you treat your 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 you know. And by the way, you you can curse on Apple TV. Oh yes. So, so that and, was and one you, of the yeah. things I was like, guys, <laughs> guys. Yeah, but you're fatherly. Yes. You, you, and they they look up to you that way, and you cultivate this. You have your own family, so obviously yes. you, you you know that. Um, is it? Um, do you, do you ever get disappointed that you know perhaps someone's come in there for the wrong reasons? Or I mean, is, is there anybody you can't work with like yes. from, from the jump? Yes, we've we've had that. Uh, uh, Gabby was talking about it during an interview, and I totally forgot about this because sometimes I'll just be like, "Hey guys, let's just talk. Let's yeah. just see what's going on. Let's just have a a mental health day where we just talk about stuff because I, I can just feel the tension and stuff." And the girl goes, "Well, I'm not here for therapy," and I go, "Okay, there's the door." Yeah. I was like, this is part of it. I was like, if you don't want to be part of this, then get out, like, because you're not going to make it. Right, right. You know? I read uh, Gabby worked in the in the mayor's office here yes. in Philadelphia at yes. one point. Yep. Do she it, still does. Any, what, what does she do? What's her, uh, any idea? I, the pencil pusher. I, okay. I, I don't, I, like, <laughs> honestly, like, I was getting, I was getting, like, really bad flashbacks coming in here, because I rarely listen to morning radio just because it brings me back to working in, like, construction and stuff, <laughs> and, like, I was, like, and I would be so, you know what I mean? Like, I felt yeah, like yeah. I was, like, in chains. Like, yeah. I, I would be on a job site and be like, okay, all right. Right. I'm miserable. I want to be wrestling. I want to yeah. do something in entertainment. I want to be writing. I want to do something yeah this isn't for me yeah. you know so like as i'm driving in i'm like oh man i can still remember i was like <laughs> i would be on a telephone pole right now yeah. it would be windy it would be horrible out and yeah. i'd be dealing with people i don't like so well danny you've been at this for a while now and so i'm sure you've got a good eye and a good instinct for people when they walk in the door but do you occasionally find yourself being surprised by somebody you'll you'll you kind of do a read on them and I, go mm, no i don't think so and then stopped, they turn out to be yeah i stopped judging a while ago for example goldie when he came to me, he was 17 years old, skinny little kid, terrified, behind a curtain, trying to quit every day, crying, uh, everything known to man. And then a couple years later, he's my best student, and he looks like a million bucks because he put in the hard work. Yeah. There he is up on the screen. So, like, I don't like to have that preconceived notion. Plus, what I found out in wrestling, whenever you put someone over, like, say if someone walks in the door, they're six foot five, chiseled, and I go... You're amazing. You're probably going to go on to get signed. Now, every student in the building that's been sweating and doing all this stuff for the last couple of years hates him or her. Right. And then he thinks that he's better than everybody and he deserves this and he deserves that. It's then he starts dynamic. telling his friends and yeah. then he tells this and then it's a big toxic soup. Right. So, so with that, you have... Um there was a shift uh, a number of years ago in wrestling where, you know, where you, you used to have the, you know, the towering exactly. walking slabs of meat. That became, uh, there became a lot more um, agile, a lot more um, yep. gymnastic-ish, yeah. if I may. So so normal builds, or, you know, obviously they're in great yes. shape, but, and I assume that is added to an influx of people thinking, yes. well, maybe it is for me. Yeah, like that's, that's what's so great now. Like I say, it, it's every... Gender, every size, every race, every everything. It's 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 perfect. Like we were so used to, like it had to be like six five, three hundred yeah. pounds, and then you're like, okay, well that's boring. Like I don't want to see a football game of nothing but offensive linemen slapping into each other. Because what was it? Was it Jake Paul or his, his brother is, yeah. is doing wrestling? Yeah. And I remember Logan. Logan. So uh, right, right, and um, he was obviously putting in the work. They were talking to the other wrestlers oh, yeah. who he's I, with, and it's like. The guy's really putting in yeah. the work. Well, I'm friends with one of the guys who helped train him, Hurricane Helms. Uh, he helped train him, Bad Bunny, and Damian Priest helped out with that, too. 
But yeah, like for example, like Bad Bunny, here's a celebrity millionaire. Yeah. Uh, but he bought a house in Orlando just so he could be close to the performance center, so he could train to be a wrestler. Well, wow. I have a question about Bad Bunny because every now and then I. I, I his name surfaces, and it seems like he's sort of a renaissance man. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. He's everywhere. Yeah, and um, really talented, apparently very likable, and just a, a good dude. I know very little about Bad Bunny, but everything I ever read about the guy, it says nice things about him. That's exactly... I the My introduction to him was watching wrestling and him coming out and rapping. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, then he was with one of my students and, and coaches, Damian Priest. They were, like, a tag team. And he was just like, no, he's amazing. He's the nicest guy. He works hard. He's in the gym from, like, you know, sun up, sun down. That's and wild. And just put in that work. That's cool. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, Danny Cage who's here. He's the owner of uh, The Monster Factory, which is a series on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a new documentary series, uh, six episodes for that. It's available now if you want to see that. Danny, what do you, um, what's some of the wisdom you like to uh, to pass on to your students about uh, the pitfalls of what they're getting into and, and professional wrestling. And, and if you do make it to the show, uh, what you want to watch out for? Uh, I Well, I mean, we talk about this at training all the time about, you know, the backstabbing and all this stuff. I pretty much always tell the students a bunch of uh, little key things. Number one, communication is key. Uh, most times... Most under, misunderstandings are because of miscommunication. Uh, that's why I don't have an issue. I yeah. tell everybody the way I feel. If I don't like something, I'll let you know. I, I might not do it nicely. Uh, another thing is repetition breeds habit, and that's good or bad. If you have something that you're doing bad and you do it over and over again, it's going to become a bad habit. You got something that you do it over and over again, it's good. It's going to become a good habit. And uh, not to put all their eggs in one basket and yes. to be open-minded right? because there's so many people that are like, no, I just have to do this. I just have to do this. I just have to do this. If you do that, you're missing the whole world. Around you it. had to be right. when yes. you had to make that decision. Exactly. You knew you weren't going to be the wrestler yourself, but yes. you were going to go in another direction. Yeah. And, 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 and then when that happened is I, di- I wasn't coaching then I started then writing yeah. and I started writing for people because I knew WWE needed writers, but you also need to go to college and I'm not going to college, but I'm a very good writer. So I started writing for different, uh, comedians, Comedians and stuff like that, and basically doing ghostwriting stuff and getting uh, a reputation and going in studio and doing stuff like this on the radio where right. I would sit and I would basically email jokes to the you know the the people as they're on the air. Right, and and that was like one of those things that I needed to do something creative. I needed that outlet. Uh, outside of the, the mechanics of, of wrestling, learning how to operate in the ring, what about like things like character development and so on? We, That's a big yes. part of that. It's, it's huge. It, it's, it's, I tell everybody, I'm like, if you're going to sign up to wrestle, just get a screenwriting book and read it right now. Yeah. Uh, the hero's journey and character development, it, it's key. Like, you should know where... It's essential. Yes. You should know where... Like, I go like this to him. I'm like, all right, I'm talking to your character right now. What do you drive? And they're like, uh, I was like, yeah, you shouldn't stutter. You should know exactly what you drive. Right. Mm. You should know where you're, what you live in, how you live, everything. Uh, and, and it is key because if you don't know your character's motivation, how can you do anything? You know, it's funny. Years ago, I remember and there, the, um, the, the WWE, um, uh, I think it was the WWE at the time, came in and sort of poached a number of Conan O'Brien's writers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and like, I'm like, well, why would they need that? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and they, 
That's part of the deal. Preston talks about uh, Ric Flair. And Rick's got to yeah. come and up. Rick Flair. Yeah. And that is as well-defined <laughs> yeah. a character as yes. you could possibly be. Without question. You asked Ric Flair, and in character, he can answer oh, yeah. anything everything. and everything. Every- he had he had that guy's history down pat. Yeah. But see, at the same time, that's also the frustrating part about wrestling is because I don't believe we should be in character all the time. Okay. Right. Yeah. What does that do to our mental st- no. Like yeah. We talk about yeah. Heath Ledger and things like that. Imagine you're a wrestler and you're like this for 10 to 15 years <laughs> right well, and, and there was a time in in like the late 80s and 90s where you were expected to yeah. be your character yeah. all the time during interviews interacting with fans right. and so on we get the guys in here pretty regularly and you find out who they really are right. and, and, they, and they they dance that balance of character real person and the yeah, show yeah. versus <laughs> what it's really like and exactly. yeah we yes there are pre you know decided things right. but we do this as well and so it's it's you know it's morphed over the years. So yeah, but but that but there is a fine line, a balance. Yeah, I, I I I think it should be like movies. I think like it would be so silly if we're watching Batman and Christian Bale and Hardy are beating each other up at the red carpet. Right, exactly. <laughs> it would just be silly. But in pro wrestling, we do. Oh, this. it's you. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know what I mean. Like I I just think it's silly, and, and I think it it. it it embarrasses people to admit that they like it because, like, you're trying to be taken advantage of. They're trying to fool you yeah. into believing this thing is real, even though they tell you it's fake. Right. It's it's uh, it's. <laughs> you think of those older guys, and again, we love hearing about the 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 older guys, but these new guys are just they're they're self promotion machines. Yes. Yeah. They they work it so well, and again, the years and we've talked about this. Uh, uh, you know. If you think you are beyond the attraction of a well-handled wrestling match or a presentation or like what you guys are teaching the students to do, uh, go see it once in person. Yeah, You'll fun. be hooked. Yeah, it happens all the time. I yeah. tell that to everybody who comes in. I'm like, even like when they started filming in like 2015, 16, I was like, there's more here than you realize. Yeah. And then like they started like being like, yeah, we're going to be back next week. We'll be back next week. What does this mean to you? As because I mean, honestly, you're 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 receiving basically you're you're being codified as as the school, right? And there are many out there. Um, you know, this this can only mean big things. Well, here's you. here's here's this is the dangerous part of right. this. Uh, since I didn't go to the WWE or to WCW or Ring of Honor and wrestle and all this, there's a lot of people that are like, "What he's he has no business doing this." Uh-huh. Even though my results show that I can do this and right. I do it better than everybody, it doesn't matter because those in wrestling hate that I can do this. Mm. I think I think though, if they're and they they've always impressed me as being savvy businessmen. However, you get there if you start to carry the gravitas that that you can't avoid then there's going to be some sort of synergy because right. they, they have viewed you as sort of a as as a as a farm team setup right. right yeah well that's the thing but still they don't return my emails uh, like WWE will not return my emails they like they it just that's just the way it is because yeah. like I'm not one of their guys why would they have me there to teach their guys cuz it goes against everything cuz the way WWE and other people do it is what's going on I don't know I'm hearing some weird sounds. sounds right oh you guys are hearing it too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's that's the kayfabe police. They're coming to arrest him. <laughs> that's it. Vince McMahon's got a listening device. Where's he going? Um, no, but, uh, you know, it, and it's got to be frustrating. But the bottom line is word is getting out even right. further, especially with a show like this. And you, you don't have anything to prove. And, 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 and the thing is, I've never wanted to work for them. Like, I kind of did, but didn't. I want to do my thing. I love what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm really good at it. 
and just leave me alone. Like Apple TV Plus, I'll work with them forever. They let me do my thing. They let me. They let me be me. They never tried to say like, well, maybe you shouldn't. They were like, no, go ahead. This yeah. is you. So, Throw it all out there. so this uh, debuted this past Friday. Correct. What's the reaction been like so far? I have not heard one bad thing, honestly. And what I really liked is Larry's sister. Because Larry passed away uh, yeah. a few years ago. Larry's sister saw it and loved it. The Aww. original owner. Yes. Yeah, Larry's great. sister saw it and loved it. Big shout out to her. She's awesome. Darlene. And then his old tag team partner, Dynamite Jack Evans, saw it and he loved it. So, like, that's really, like, that and the students and their parents like students it. Students are great. Anybody else, I don't really care. Like, yeah. You, like, let the critics say what they want. The students all loved it. People in wrestling love it, and the people that are really close that matter to me love it. And so. Danny, Monster Factory, you guys, you have shows. You've got uh, you've got events coming up, Correct. right? Yep, and we have we were about to announce that we're going to do some shows in April because we were kind of waiting to see what was going to happen with this. We didn't know if we were going to be going some places, right? So what we're going to do is probably do a, a couple shows in April and do a screening of maybe two episodes. A Q and A, and then a couple matches. That's cool. and then we'll do that like every week in April, to, and so we can have all the shows being shown and and questions to the the wrestlers. And you know, it's pretty cool. Again, your students are charismatic, and the ones that specifically featured in uh, in the episodes. But the women are are, are badass. Oh yeah, I oh, mean yeah. They, 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 they can are, bring. They are throwing they down. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like like what I said, like when Mimi was like. 16 years old, she got her nose broken in the middle of a match. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Now, I'm just like, oh, man, I feel so bad. And I'm, like, coming to her afterwards, and I'm, like, with a towel. And I'm, like, you okay? She goes, yeah, it happens. And she just (laughs) wiped her face and just walked into the locker room. And then she cut a promo. We got a camera in front of her, and she cut a promo. That sounds a lot like Kathy. Kathy is yeah. one of those. <laughs> Kathy, She's that's actually, off. her left arm is fake. Uh, she, she lost it during a particularly brutal traffic In fact, that's her shtick. She yeah. takes yeah. her yeah, arm yeah, yeah, off yeah, yeah. and beats the other person I'm the most with it. disarming news girl. <laughs> be in the corner crying for six days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, this is, dude. This is so cool yeah, that this is that you've worked so hard and gone through everything that you've gone through to have the spotlight shining on you like this and doing it the way you want right. to do it. You know, that's what I take the most pride in. Is like we did it our way. Yeah, and there was no, we, we didn't compromise our principles. We just did it our way. And like, if it fails, at least I did it my way. And look, at the, the tourism in Paulsboro is going to be amazing. I hope so, man. I hope so. <laughs> Tell yeah. me, come on by. Where exactly are you guys located? We're right in the middle of Paulsboro, uh, five forty one Mantua uh, Avenue in Paulsboro, and it's, that's where the shows happen yes, as well. Yes, okay. everything's in house. We build it like because during the pandemic, we we used to have two rings. During the pandemic, we sold one of them, and I built a studio. Yeah. So then the kids started to learn production and everything like that. So we were we, we were set up for this. So we do all our in-house, and we stream Great. it online and everything. Hey, does does the backyard stuff still go on? Yeah. I, I have no issues with that. But I yeah, always found people, that really disturbing. Man. It is. But, I mean, like... Uh, <sighs> <laughs> I I, th- I think like if there was no wrestling, we would still see like people backyard beating each other up. I yeah. mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> oh, Roman yeah. times didn't have yeah, that. Yeah. You know? yeah, you're These right. guys, I did. We did. We would do. We would do our favorite stunt fights for movies. It was all part of yeah, the deal. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like me growing up, I was a huge nerd, so I had yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons friends <laughs> and, and Transformers and Masters Universe. I didn't have friends that were into pro wrestling, right. so it was like me and that was it. Right. But I kind of liked it because then like I got into my own head and i kind of like zoned in and i was like this is what i want to do yeah yeah all right so those who are interested um you got to get in touch in fact if people are interested in being a student 
Uh, how do they go? Uh, they about- can just text me. Like, this is my number. I give my number out. My number's <laughs> on my car and at it. 609-471-7904. And nobody texts me disturbing things. They don't. They don't, honestly. They'll yeah. just, literally, people just call me. You'd be surprised. Like it. Plus, it, it's... I like being vulnerable because it's powerful. Yeah. You know, it's it's out there of like, go ahead, call me, text me, it whatever. Here's when I train. Show up. We'll talk. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it's So cool. this is for everybody. It's, that's my phone number. Text me and say, hey, can you send me information? Or can me and my parents come in or me and my girlfriend come in? Doors are open and come and watch training. The number one more time? 609-471-7904. That's awesome. And uh, that is Dana Cage. So make sure that you uh, get in touch or let somebody know if they want to be a student and learn what it takes to be a professional wrestler, or you can watch Monster Factory, which is available on uh, Apple TV Plus right now. That's cool, man. We're very happy thank for you, you, but thanks I for coming by. I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And to everybody out there, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Our pleasure. Let's hear for Danny Cage, guys, yeah! on the Preston and Steve Show. And you can check out monsterfactory.org as well. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back in just a moment. And by the way, why don't we take caller number... 30 and see if you know the answer to our question for the presidency photo hunt for universal orlando resorts caller number 30 let's see if you can get it we'll be right back has your busted bracket turned this month into march sadness well this weekend on mmr all your picks are winners with our slam dunk fill in the block party we'll pick two from your favorite mmr then alley-oop it to you to take it to the hole with your request for song three so keep our number handy 215-263-WMMR or text us with your name fine village and song pick at 3933 because even if you're out of the office basketball pool you're still a top contender with our slam dunk fill in the block party weekend on 933 WMMR. Everything rocks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to find out who is going to win our trip to Universal Orlando Resort. Eight o'clock this morning, I threw a clue out to you, asked you to take a look on PrestonandSteve.com at our photo hunt gallery and answer the question. We were looking for the 30th caller. That person gets it right. They win the prize. If not, we'll get somebody else. But we're going to go to caller number 30, and that is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks. Kevin, where are you from, bud? I am from Ambler, Pennsylvania. From Ambler. All right. I hope that you have done what we've asked you to do. Went to PrestonandSteve.com to look through the Universal Photo Hunt Challenge photo gallery. And I will now ask you the question... Who is on the jet ski? That would be Marissa. And that would be correct. (laughs) Kevin is right. And Kevin, my friend, you have just gotten yourself an amazing trip to Universal Orlando Resort. Flights provided by Spirit. A trip for two for you, my friend. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I'm dancing on the sidewalk right now. Yes. 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 I love to hear that. Well, you've got so many great things to choose from, and we are going to recommend highly that you get on the VelociCoaster. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. After listening to you guys all week, definitely. That's the first thing I'm going to. Fantastic. Who are you going to take with you, by the way? Uh, my 12-year-old girl. Oh, oh, nice. oh, 
So you married young. Oh, no, these are your daughter. That's his daughter. Yeah, uh, yeah that... I can't wait to surprise her with this. She actually knows about the contest. She's oh. never going to believe this. <laughs> no, well, good for you, man. That's going to rock her world. That's terrific. That's huge. I know. I'm going to text her right after I get off the phone with you in school so she can freak out. I love it. All right, Kevin, <laughs> hang on the line. We'll get your information. Sending you to Universal Orlando Resort. Let's hear for hey! Kevin, everybody. That's huge, man. And from sending you on a high-speed coaster to putting a towering volcano right outside your hotel room, nobody tests the limits of absolute awesome like Universal Orlando Resort. And we're not done yet. We have two more of these trips to give away before the week is up. So tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., same thing. Make sure you're ready for it. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre and this morning, it is brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted expert since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. You can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. We will begin with this story. Okay. The town motto. This is in Bucks County, by the way, Kevin. Oh, okay. The town motto of neighbors helping neighbors was suddenly tainted when police say... A petty thief took matters into his own hands over the weekend. Police are looking for a man that they say stole money and goods from a roadside cooler of fresh eggs on Ebert Road in Springfield Township. And it is believed the suspect may also be responsible for similar crimes in the area. So you guys have seen the fresh eggs. Yes, uh, people I, will set out for very sale. Quaint stand, and yeah. they'll they'll ask you to. It's it's an honor system. You leave yeah. the money, you take the eggs, and sometimes it'll be firewood and stuff like that. It's disgusting. Or sometimes they have some free money in a jar. This guy's taking the money and the eggs, <laughs> scumbag. Yep, he's so probably from Delco, Springfield. <laughs> Springfield Township Police said. While this may not be the crime of the century, our residents deserve the ability to place things out for folks to enjoy yeah. and keep the cycle of supporting small business and neighbors without the worry of petty thieves stealing from them. And Kathy, we have our own tip jars to steal from in Delco. Right. We don't need to go all the way up to Scotty. To God, to God knows where. <laughs> Surveillance <laughs> caught the suspect act as he approached the unassuming uh, igloo cooler. Uh, set atop a wooden chair in someone's yard. Anyone in, with information is asked to Take call. The money. <laughs> Take Police. the money. Take the money. Take the money. All right, here's another story out of Pennsylvania. This is not in either one of no, the yeah, yeah. counties. Delco, Bosco <laughs> counties. This is in Penn Argyle, Pennsylvania. Uh, police departments uh, there have arrested one man and is on the hunt for another accused of setting off explosives. What? In Northampton County, neighbors are fed up with explosions that shake their homes and wake up their children and pets. The neighbors say that these are no normal fireworks. They're much more startling, and they rattle their windows. Uh, Many are hopeful that this latest update leads to the return of peaceful nights. Uh, It was no shock when uh, police were dispatched to Penn Argyle's Laurel Avenue around 3 a.m. on Saturday. Officers didn't find anyone responsible uh, but Sunday morning, the police said, we got tips from citizens of surveillance videos, ring doorbell cameras, and we followed up with that, and we were able to track down the two suspects. Those suspects were 57-year-old Joseph Zanette and 32-year-old Justin Taylor. The district attorney's office says a video showed Taylor carrying a long black tube, which is commonly used in the propulsion of aerial and mortar shells. 
Law enforcement quickly executed search warrants for the Applegate home and Zanette's house. Uh, they seized things and uh, from both locations, including a pipe with burnt explosive debris, mortar cakes with hundreds of rounds and other explosive equipment. Mortar cakes sound good. ATF, the bomb squad, and several local police, EMS, and fire departments helped out. While police were at Zanette's home, they say he showed up and admitted to igniting <laughs> explosives with Taylor. He said he had been drinking at the time. Of course. And later said the explosions were a mistake. Uh, facing char- They are both facing charges of arson, endangering property, possessing explosive materials, and a whole bunch of other charges. I, so this sounds like it was a kind of an earth-shattering explosion. Yeah, and they just wanted to do it to yeah. you know, startle people, I think, is what they were after. So yeah, now they're facing this. All right, nobody ever said that Turtles worked quickly, though it took him nearly a century. The 90-year-old radiated tortoise known as Mr. Pickles is finally a dad. The Houston Zoo announced on Thursday that he and his partner, 53-year-old Mrs. Pickles, recently welcomed three tortoise hatchlings. So they have dill, gherkin, and jalapeno. I like turtles. Uh, The births are a big dill, the zoo zoo said. Because the radiated tortoise, native to Madagascar, is critically endangered species whose numbers are declining. Radiated tortoise produce few offspring, according to zoo officials, and the species suffers from overcollection for illegal sales on the black market. I like turtles. Captive breeding programs <laughs> have produced new radiated tortoises, but experts say that the reptiles may go extinct in the wild. Uh, First-time father, Mr. Pickles, is considered the most genetically valuable radiated tortoise in the Association of Zoos and Aquariums Service. Survival plan, Mr. and Mrs. Pickles have been an item since her arrival at the zoo in 1996. I like turtles. And it was only by chance that uh, herpetology keeper at the zoo saw Mrs. Pickles laying her eggs one recent day Uh at closing time. And uh, they uncovered the eggs and moved them because uh, they were uh, likely to not have hatched on their own because Houston soil isn't hospitable to Madagascar native tortoises. But they got it on. Nice. And they got some baby turtles. You've heard the sound of uh, turtles getting it on. It's it's like a painful. We used to play it all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they used to be a regular. Uh, a oh. what would you have it? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like got it on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> a Whataburger employee's spot on instincts led to the arrest of a 79 year old man, Texas Authority said. The worker noticed a young girl and older man eating at a Whataburger in Texarkana just before noon on Monday. Uh, the employee called 911 because something, quote, didn't seem right about the situation. Officials began investigating, realized the workers' instincts were spot on after learning the pair barely knew each other. The 13-year-old girl told police that Michael Clark had offered to pay her for sexual favors. The <sighs> 79-year-old yeah. disgusting had picked her up that morning before they stopped to eat at Whataburger. She also told police that Clark had inappropriately touched her a few weeks before. Police arrested him the following day. He's facing charges of indecency with child and solicitation and prostitution as well. So they got this psycho off the streets. All right, and then finally, we'll do one more story. I need to do a short one. Uh, okay, let's go with this one. Uh, students at a Winnipeg elementary school were forced to abandon their classrooms thanks to an uncomfortable smell left behind, and it was done by a couple of skunks. 
Students and staff members have been moved to different locations throughout the community after skunks made their way into a crawl space in the school. A letter posted on the door of the school said the smell of skunk was worse today upon arrival as there are some changes eradicating uh, challenges eradicating the animals. Uh, it's noted in the letter that there are no toxins in the skunk spray, but the smell is uncomfortable for most. It'll make your eyes water. Uh, the school is anticipating the situation will improve and families will be updated on the situation. Uh, the principal said in a statement that one skunk had been caught and relocated. They said they've deployed ozone generators to wow. filter out the air and have made adjustments to the HVA system, system uh, and they're continuing to monitor the situation. But apparently it was really pungent. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, we got to get a winner for the secret text word. That's been going on all morning long. So, Kathy, what number caller should we take now? Ten. Tenth caller at 215-263-WMMR. We'll come back and we'll see if you know the secret text word. We'll see it. Lesson question, trash, music news. Stay there. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We are rolling whenever you're ready, Sam. Coming this Tuesday, the Virginia Lottery is... Try option three. The Virginia Lottery has newly brewed and fun to do... Try four. We have a rotating selection of scratchers, online games, print and play. Actually, just read option one. Virginia Lottery, new games every Tuesday. Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I know you've been waiting for a while to call in for the secret text word, so we will not make you wait any longer. We will go and find... We'll go fetch. I'm going to start using that word more. Fetch. I'm going to go fetch a winner here. <laughs> Stop trying uh, to make fetch a thing, Preston. I, sometimes it is. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to caller number 10, and that's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Meemaw. What was that, Ryan? Say that again. Meemer. Meemer. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Ryan, do me a favor and give me the secret text word, bud. Is it elephant? It is elephant. <laughs> you are correct, bud. Hang on the line. Got yourself a uh, couple of tickets for, uh, oh, I lost the damn thing. Here it is. Uh, tickets to see uh, Nothing But Thieves. This band we're playing right here. Uh, they are playing the Welcome to the DCC World Tour Friday, September 15th at the Fillmore in Philadelphia. And tickets go on sale tomorrow, 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. There is a pre-sell password. And complete details available at WMMR.com. And we have another chance for you to win tickets from Brent Porsche later on today. And Ryan's not the only winner here. We're also going to set up uh, Brandon Smith, uh, who is from Millville, New Jersey, with a pair of tickets. Because he was our random texter that we grabbed to win as well. So congratulations to your friend. We're going to ask a question now. It is a lesson question. See if you've been paying attention to the show. And for this... We will give away a four-pack of tickets and pit party passes for Monster Jam, which is going to be Saturday, April 15th at Lincoln Financial Field. And the question, wow. 
I'm going to ask this. This might be a hard one. This is in the 7 o'clock hour. Who was Shaq's first girlfriend? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint. It's fresh someone, and it's not the Fresh Prince or anything like that. But uh, who is Shaq's first girlfriend? 215-263-WMMR. If you get it close enough, I'll set you up, okay? We're going to do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you this morning by uh, Sport and Social. Catch all of the March Madness at Sport and Social on the 52-foot big screen at Live Casino Philly. Featuring Bud Light packages, giveaways, games, and more for an unmatched basketball viewing experience. Steve, what's happening this morning? Well, Kate Middleton has launched a new task force to focus on early development for children. The Princess of Wales says she's noticed that children tend to do better when they are born into a monarchy. Yeah. Nick Lachey has been ordered to attend anger management classes and AA meetings after a physical encounter with the paparazzo Jody Santos last year. Lachey, who hosts Love is Blind, says he was preparing for a spin-off show at the time called Love is Hammered. (laughs) And finally, Michael Halterman, the husband of 1,000-pound sister star Amy Slayton, has filed for divorce. Halterman says he still loves Amy, but really misses having leftovers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. We'll see if someone does indeed know the answer to this question. Uh, who was Shaq's first girlfriend? And we are going to go to Trevor. He was the first caller in. Hey, Trevor, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right. Who was Shaq's first <laughs> girlfriend, Trevor? Would that be Fresh Nell? Fresh Nell. <laughs> yes. Well done, sir. All right, hang on, Trev. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets and pit party passes for the Monster Jam. Saturday, April 15th, Lincoln Financial Field. Experience full throttle family fun. And that will be at Monster Jam, where world-class athletes and their 12,000-pound monster trucks tear up the dirt in wide-open competitions of speed and skill. Tickets and information available at MonsterJam.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Nell. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback, making backyards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley. For over 25 years, stop in for their annual Spring in Sequoia sale, which is going on now, by the way. Route 309 in Hatfield or at DeckSupplies.com. You know, we should create uh, Nell ASMR recordings. Ooh. Yeah, very yeah. soothing, triggering. Yeah, uh, the whisper Nell. Oh, that be way. All right, we're going to start with this. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, 30 Seconds to Mars, Knocked Loose, and more are headlining the 2023 Lollapalooza Festival. Uh, this will be August 3rd to August 6th, and it will be, of course, in the uh, Grant Park area of Chicago. Uh, other headline headliners... Chicago! <laughs> <laughs> la la. Is that for Lollapalooza? Yeah. We're having fun with sounds today. La la. And that's in what city? Uh, I think it's in Chicago. Oh. That's the one and only location for Lollapalooza these days, right? Yeah. Chicago, that's it. Not a tour. It's yeah. one single show. Uh, and it would be pretty cool to be right there. Uh, in Chicago to see, you know, that event. Yeah. Because uh, it's such a great city. 
Uh, other headliners include Kendrick Lamar, Billie Eilish, and Odessa, and more. Marissa, you went, right? One year? Uh, yeah. Did you go? Yeah. Yeah, I went out. Um, it poured rain. It usually does on the Saturday night, so yeah. I missed. Uh, I saw the Killers, and I missed. I forget who. But it was fun. It was one of the best festivals. Jazz Fest is still my number one music festival for all these, but Lollapalooza is really cool, too. Cool. And Jazz Fest city. in New Orleans? Yeah. Okay. I love it because it wraps up at, like, 8 p.m., oh. and then you get to go. Yeah, Your face. Oh, yeah. 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 Tear it up after that. Well, yeah. it wraps up at 8, so then all the bands go to all the restaurants and bars around, so I was watching like Government Mule at Tipitina's at 3 in the morning. So. Okay. You know what's kind of wild? In fact, Jamie Lee Curtis was going on about this, uh, you know, when the, all the Oscar buzz was surrounding her, and she is a big proponent. They had other celebrities chiming in saying, why don't bands ever do afternoon shows? You know, like, it, not part of a festival. Yeah. Like, I saw Van Morrison one time at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at the Spectrum. Uh, it was, it, I loved it. Yeah, because bands don't go to bed until... Yeah, yeah, right, that's right. why. <laughs> Rockstar yeah. time. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see what else I have here for you. Eric Clapton, Pink Floyd's Nick Mason, Peter Gabriel, and others have signed a petition urging a reversal of Frankfurt, Germany, City Council's decision to cancel a May 28th concert by Roger Waters. Uh, the concert was canceled due to, quote, his alleged status as one of the world's most well-known anti-Semites. Uh, the Jerusalem Post reported upon the concert's cancellation, uh, and they wrote the concert was uh, to be held at the Festhall complex in Ger- in the German city, which had been used for the detention of 3,000 Jewish men who were arrested after Kristallnacht yeah. uh, between November 9th and 10th, 1938, in which Nazis attacked Jews and destroyed their property. 60% of the Festhall uh, uh, shares belong to the municipality. The city council was able to cancel their performance. Uh, they had submitted their decision to a judge to cancel Waters' appearance beforehand. Um, it was also reported uh, the new online petition, which was also signed by Brian Eno and Tom Morello, States in part, the official vilifying waters. Uh, the officials vilifying waters are engaging in a dangerous campaign that purposely conflates criticism of Israel's illegal and unjust policies with anti-Semitism. Waters and his legal team have said that they will file suit uh, with what they label as unjustifiable reasons for the cancellation, stating this is to ensure that his fundamental human right of freedom of speech is protected. And that all those who wish to see him perform are free to do so in Frankfurt, Munich, and in any other city and in any other country. U2's Adam Clayton believes that by reinventing some of the band's oldest tunes on their new Songs of Surrender collection, the songs have only grown into what they were meant to be. Uh, among the early tracks that U2 has revisited some 40 years on are such classics as I Will Follow, Two Hearts Beat is One, Stories for Boys, 11 O'Clock TikTok, and 40 as well. Still interested in, I've only heard little snippets here. Yeah, likewise. Have you watched any of the uh, Letterman special on Disney Plus? Not yet. Yeah, I think you'll really like it, Preston. Right. It's very well done. Uh, there's also a musician uh, named Glenn Hansard, and he joins Bono in the Edge. And Glenn's a really talented musician. The other two guys from U2 uh, are not in this documentary. But it's just, it's a really cool stripped-down version of the band. They, they definitely spend a decent amount of time, you know, exploring their roots in Dublin. Um, and it, it, there's a lot of nostalgia, but they are living in the present too. How much of this special has performances, or is it just all? It's sort of talk? like weaved in through uh, yeah. throughout, and um, 
uh, they do like coffee house performances, like really intimate right. shows with you know forty people in the audience or whatever. I think okay. it, when I heard it's it's less them and it's more uh, Letterman playing Triumph songs. Yeah, yeah. and Wait, Letterman's. What? I mean, a huge Triumph fan. Wow, are so they you, an Irish band? No, no they're no. Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, I know weird. it's so weird. Yeah. All right, and then one last story: Mudbane has announced their psychotherapy uh, sessions summer tour with Cold Chamber Guar. <laughs> Nonpoint and Butcher Babies. The 26th tour will kick off on July 20th, and they will be here uh, playing the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion on July 29th. I'd love to see Letterman sit down with Gore. And Butcher Babies. <laughs> butcher Babies. Yeah. All right, and there you go. Oh, that. my. The last item I have for you in music news this morning. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. Wrap it up with Pierre Robert. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Your busted bracket turned this month into March sadness? Well, this weekend on MMR, all your picks are winners. With our slam dunk, fill in the block party. We'll pick two from your favorite MMR. Then alley-oop it to you to take it to the hole with your request for song three. So keep our number handy, 215-263-WMMR, or text us with your name, Vine Village, and song pick at 3933. Because even if you're out of the office basketball pool, you're still a top contender with our slam dunk fill in the block party weekend on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I would like to thank Mr. Danny Kaye. Hey, hey. The show today, Danny, is from Monster Factory, uh, which is this wonderful wrestling school in uh, Jersey. And uh, Apple TV Plus has done a documentary series on it called Monster Factory. It is available now. Danny's super nice guy. Man. Yeah, absolutely, man. I've been working this long at it and to finally get... Listen, you know, the, if the show gets popular, then you don't know what's going to happen. But he's got a show on Apple TV Plus. So. Yeah. And gave out his phone number on the air yeah. today for those who want to be wrestlers. You can give him, shoot him a text, give him a call, whatever. Uh, but you can also check out and do a quick search on a Monster Factory. I think it's monsterfactory.org uh, is how you reach out to those guys. But he was a super nice guy, and it was great having him on this morning. Um, uh, other than that, mm-hmm. I think we need to do the letter of the day. Uh, the day. So Pierre's not here, but we'll... Uh, Casey to fill that letter. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter A. As in Allidocious. Allidocious. All right. We're going to give away a $500 Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon gift card on Friday. You can check out their Heavenly Softpack Float Treatment, the luxurious Turkish bath experience, or you can escape with any of their massages. You can visit them at three area locations, Glen Mills, Springfield, and Center City. Or you can purchase online at josephanthony.com. Do it that way, too. Uh, let's see. Thank you to our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Sequoia Outback, making yards beautiful all over the Delaware Valley for over 25 years. Decksupplies.com. Also brought to you by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. And by J-Dog Junk Removal, veteran-owned, and you can visit jdog.com. Tomorrow will be a Thursday. Thursday's always a great day because most of the work week is done. And to make it even better, 
We will give away another trip to Universal Orlando Resorts. Yes. 8 o'clock is when we will give you the clue. and We'll tell you what you need to do, but we gave away... A trip today and yesterday and Monday. Let's just keep doing it for the rest of the week. So we hope that you're going to be here for that. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. Pierre is in next, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof. Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Hey, hey.